Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Cast for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double check doesn't G'day legends, welcome to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. This episode is brought to you and fueled by the official piss of the podcast, Vodka Soda End. Do yourself a favour, go and check out all their products, it's perfect for uh, these hot months of summer. Uh, yeah. Go and follow us on Instagram, Facebook at uh, Alpha Blokes Podcast. Like, follow, subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave us a rating if you like what you're hearing. And uh, everyone do us a favour this week and tell one of your mates about us. Help grow the show, help grow the community. Let's get amongst it. Uh, intro to today, mate, we got Zayden Bryan on today. Um, I stumbled across a video of you explaining the Bogan schooner, mate, on TikTok while I was just flicking their board one arvo. And, uh, yeah, I've been punishing them ever since, mate. Why don't you tell us a bit about that? Well, the when we were in Western Australia, they have obviously a limit on how long the wet mess stays open. Yeah. And uh, basically it was just a mission of how much piss you could smack before you could get kicked <laughs> out. So I think the cutoff was 10 o'clock or something. We were on shift change, so we wanted to get absolutely blind. Yeah, yeah. And um, it all started with us sticking Deutsch picks in the back of them, take the glug out so you could just... Like solo, mate, low fizz, you can slam it down fast. <laughs> and um, I don't know, I'm a fucker for it. I always lose me Deutsch pick. I, yeah. I reckon I've got maybe 400 and I could find one. Yeah. Well, fuck it, I'll use me teeth. Yeah. Punched a hole in it. And I remember one of the boys looking at me going, did you just fucking do that? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fucking did. <laughs> That's unreal. And it just became the Bogan schooner after that, mate. It's fucking unreal. And before we go any further, we should say Vodka Soda, we're doing a shot today to kick things off. Uh, what's it, the watermelon-infused vodka again? Yeah, yep. So cheers, shot, boys. Get us all warmed up. Good stuff. Oh, nice and sweet. And uh, while we were cruising through, mate, Dan, Uncle Dan's today, 
We know that you're a bit of a beer connoisseur. A little bit. And uh, we found this beer called Beer. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Good name, thought, original. Yeah, straight original. Just fucking straight away what it is, you know what you're getting into. I think it's from New Zealand. It says Garage, Arrow Street. Yeah, Wellington, Wellington Project. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we'll see how they taste. What tastes like lamb, sheep. It's built like you, this can. Yeah, it showed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I could just about hide that in my fucking hands. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Uh, uh, it's a bit fruity, but like you said, mate, you don't judge it straight away, do you? See, now, like I was saying to you, I like that, eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you can't really judge a beer off a sip. No, nah, I think nah. we just finished drinking Northerns, so it's, they're, they're a pretty straight up. How many beers do you reckon you do judge it on, but? Well, I've got a theory for this. Mm. So I was telling old mate a while back, <clears throat> when I was on, um, you know, away for work heaps, somebody asked me, what's your favourite beer? And uh, usually I was about to jump straight to old Northerns, mate. Yeah. And I had this thought in my head, I was like, until I've tried them all, I don't fucking know, do I? <laughs> yeah. So I just went through this phase and, it like, I'd go into BWS and look for the cheap one because all the bougie beer, like all your bolters and stuff, yeah, yeah. it's too expensive for the local bogan to buy, so they get discounted <laughs> quite heavily. So I'd just go in and smack all the cheap beers. And um, I've sort of found that you want to try a new beer, make it the first beer of the day, drink all six, and then decide if you don't like them. Yep, yep, all six. Okay. I used to, I used to write down every beer I'd tried, what they were like, what they went well with, and I got to something like fifty eight different beers or something. And now, after doing that, I can walk into any pub, try a new beer, and just by knowing what it is, whether I like it or not. So, oh, like, no. unless it's like stouts, I'm a bit funny on. Yeah, but I can go try any pale ale, and like. I'll enjoy it, but others I'll like more. They're kind of like tits. They're all good, just some are better. Yeah. Are you a lager man, you reckon? <laughs> I reckon, so depending on the season, so I'll go a pale ale in winter. Mm. So like after night shift, it's cold as fuck, I'll go like a furphy or something or something like your little creature's range. Yeah, right. Eh? When it's hot as fuck, I'll go a lager. That sort of makes sense from yeah. like when we lived over in Canada. They were like big into that IPA sort of pale ale sort of stuff oh, in yeah. that colder country. Yeah, like you go to these pubs, man. And you just want to get a beer on tap, but it was like fucking white wine on every one. Like, I, I don't well, know, this is, this is coming from me just drilling northerns, you know what I mean? Not being very adventurous. You go over there it's and, It's actually yeah, getting better, this. It was, uh, yeah, it was a bit It was a bit how you going with a lot of them, but, yeah, it just takes a bit to get into, doesn't it? Oh, it's some of them, it. some of them, like, they plain fuck it up. They just don't taste great. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, you know, it's kind of like ton bitter. Yeah, like, I haven't tried a, that. If you drink a full box of Tun Bitter, you'll love Tun Bitter. You'll hate the next day and you'll hate life for a bit. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on VB? Do you like it? I don't mind VB. I'm more of an emu export man. Yeah, right. Like, I, I actually haven't tried emu export. Well, oh, I'm going to cop some flack for this. But, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you've got to look at emu export and VB like VB's emu export's retarded brother. Yeah, right. Uh. Like both come from the same batch, just, yeah, yeah. you know, one's not as fucked up. Yeah, both got the same mum. <laughs> yeah, just two dads. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. What about, what other stuff do you get into, mate? Is it normally you stick to your beers or? Oh, I'm a rum man. Yeah, right. Like, I like my rum. Um, recently, a mate of mine, distiller Chris, he sent me some whiskey to try. Yeah, okay. Like, I've, to that day, I'd never actually drunk a good whiskey straight, like, 
like most of us, we've had a shot of Johnny Walker and it just tastes like mouthwash. Yeah, yeah. But he sent me like this single malt that he'd made and it's like an expensive whiskey and like showed me how to drink it properly. Yeah. So like it's not just get the straight whiskey and then just like sip on it and try yeah. and stomach it like because your ABVs like way higher. Yeah, in like some whiskies than it is in others. So you sort of water it down to the point where you want to, you enjoy it, you want to drink it like that. Yeah, yeah. So like either a big ice cube or a touch of water, like get a straw, some cold water, and put it in there. And yeah, fuck man, it's way more drinkable. Oh, 100 percent. Like we we went um and it was one of our earlier episodes. We talked about going to Dan Murphy's and just running into this bloke sniffing around the Scotch section and asked him what the guy was, and he sent us into some good quality stuff with a couple of big ice cubes and. It just warms your throat. Like, it's a good drink for summer. You could actually have one to finish the night off. Like, you could probably drink a few of them, but it, it, it warms you warms you up, you know? It's a good nightcap. Like, I've dabbled in, like, rum and other drinks. Yeah. Um, and we run into this one at South America. And, um, like, if you can't drink something with soda water, what we were doing is, because we couldn't get, like, Bundy or the stuff that we were used to, and we got this Ron, which is rum, but yeah. it's just a different brand. And we go, a shot of that, a shot of Coke, fill the rest up with soda water and lime, and you just get that touch of sweet. Yeah, yeah. And then, you you know, the, the straight alcohol isn't just fist-fucking you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just punching in the face. I tell you what, if you're going to have a proper session, like if it's 9 o'clock in the morning and you're sitting there going, we're getting on it, it's a little bit of hydration yeah. and you're not just getting smacked with that sugar. Because I yeah. normally drink it with dry. I can't do Coke anymore. I just wake up like a spanked ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm with you. It is the sugar that does it, eh? Oh, And that's 100%. what, like, the, the, the vodka soda, like, they are sponsoring us and that, but that's a good thing about their drinks is the sugar content is way down. Yeah. So you can smack piss and the sugar content's way down. Obviously, you're not going to wake up, like, feeling great. But it's a lot better than smashing coke all night, you know, oh, the, the liquid kind. And 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. On the whiskey thing, oh, I loved the fucking Japanese whiskey. It was unreal. Do you ever you try that in any, any of that? I haven't tried a Japanese whiskey. I'm I'm happy to go on a bit of a whiskey journey. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm a bit of a virgin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Nice. Have we Andy? got any here? Well, I was about to buy one today. Oh, yeah, probably got a bit of scotch, a bit of Johnny Walker or something. Oh, we'll but we, something. Yeah, normally you have that Glenn Levet here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, All fuck right. me. I'm always open to trying something new in a dark room with two blokes. Uh, <laughs> well, you're staying well, in the night. You're in the right place then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll see how we go anyway. But um, what about what – what's your thoughts on red wine? Well, I love cooking with it. Yeah, As yeah. you can tell, you know, I'm sweat like a gazelle, so, I, you know, I <laughs> eat well. You never yeah, trust yeah. a skinny cook. Yeah. Oh, fucking oath. They're just lying to you. Yeah, that's right. And I like red wine with cooking, but I think the last time, well, the two last times I drank red wine, one was when one of your best mates was wet in the head. Yeah. And we drank some port. Oh, Some yeah. wine aficionados are going to scream at me for saying that port's not fucking red wine, but... I drank it. He was like, fuck it, yeah, this is mint. And I was like, that tasted like unleaded petrol. Mate, that's I, the heroin of The last time wine, I actually. drank port was out of a styrofoam cup and it melted the fucking bottom out of it, <laughs> I reckon. Like like unleaded. Like fucking hell, that is brutal stuff. Oh, and it just gave me flashbacks to when I was 16, 17, broke as fuck and you get the bottle of Tawny. 
And you just yeah. like, right, I hammer it down, get fuck odd, and then we can live the rest of the weekend on 14 bucks. Spew <laughs> and then come good and we're on. Yeah. Red wine, it's got to be the biggest tactical. dehydrator. I can't like, so. I love it. I so, love Cab Sav. That's so, all me. Red wine for me. So red wine is like, I wish I could love it because I really like the idea of going out with the missus, going for a fancy dinner, having a red wine, you know, being sophisticated. But I just can't. It tastes like ass. I think. Like, like, I just can't get the taste of it, you know what I mean? I, like, I think I'm going to try further as I move forward with the years of my life, but... I'm a closet drunk with that shit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. Just mate. with that, you reckon? Little giant, get around it. It's not a sponsor, but fucking, she's a good little fucking bottle. Little bit good of little naughty number. Oh, mate, she'll sort you out. Yeah, and right it's right. the great, it's the best drunk, I reckon. You're like sort of horny and you're good to go. So good around your missus, not around the boys. Yeah. Well. So don't drink red wine around the boys, you'll get horny. What do you mean? No whiskey dick. <laughs> <laughs> no whiskey dick, you're just slapping boys on the ass. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> a bit weird there. But, uh, yeah, but. Red, well, white wine though. That's that's oh, one thing. So Moscato, I'm not allowed that in public anymore. So Moscato for me. So when someone says, "Do you like wine?" I'll go, "I'll smash some Moscato," and they go, "No, no, I like real wine." And I'm like, "What are you talking about, mate? Moscato is real Sad wine." Blanc. You just all the whiny, all the whinies out there just be absolutely spraying us in their cars at the moment, just going, "Fuck, that's not a real wine." Yeah, you meant to say, "Hey, mate, this is earthy." Earthy. That's what you like. You want you. Open the bottle and you go. Oh, I think yeah. that's like the what you meant to say. This is this is an earthy, yeah, right. earthy. You number. swirl it around and sniff it and stuff. Oh, I feel like a fucking idiot if ever I got to buy a bottle of wine for somebody else because mm. I'll go in there and I'll look at the aisles and I'll be like, right, oh, that one's shit. That one's also shit. That one's shit and dry, and this one's shit and sweet. Uh, well, I think you're supposed to go back on the years, don't you? Like if you're buying a nice present for someone who likes wine, you just buy it as far back on the years. Like we're in 2020. Two now, and anything over the twenty dollar range, yeah, something like that. Look at the look at the specials in the years. That's how you sort of run it off. Yeah, I agree. The way I look at it is, if you want to get fucking rolled, I'll just leave some orange juice in the fridge for too long. It tastes the same. <laughs> fucking oh. anything in a cast these days too will sort you out. <laughs> hey, I reckon. Yeah. Fruity Lexia makes you sexier, <laughs> yeah. mate. Oh fucking! I think everyone smacked a bit of that. Oh mate, that was a good bit of piss chat there. But um, moving on to your TikTok. Where we first stumbled across you, Barrow. Uh, how, how did that actually come about for you? Like, wh- yeah. Well, I was never into it. Like, everybody had TikTok. Everybody was raving about TikTok. And yeah. I'm I'm a bit of a troglodyte. Like, I don't pay attention to technology and all that sort of stuff. That is a massive word. What was that again? Troglodyte. Troglodyte. Yeah, the long and the short of it, you're just a fucking caveman. Yeah, right. Too <laughs> <laughs> easy. No, good. Thanks for that, bro. Continue. <laughs> just mansplained. Yeah, too. I was like, that's unreal. Yeah, yeah. But like, I was like, no, nah, never getting fucking TikTok. And a few of me mates are like, yeah, we got TikTok. It's awesome. We just look at it all day. And like, I'm in the crib room looking at these cunts watching TikTok. Yeah. And it's just old love advertising her only for hints. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just going fucking porn up, can't I? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, I can see the whole lot for free. <laughs> well, <laughs> well yeah, Swing like, talk, that was a massive one. <laughs> well, yeah, like, before before actually getting into it, I always thought it was just like we talked about off air, like little girls dancing and shit like that and all, all carry on. But until, like, Cam actually introduced me to it, and that's how I stumbled across you, but, like... How it works, isn't it? If you stay watching a video for long enough, it'll 
it'll register what you actually like and start putting together a format. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's it's the algorithm and that's when I changed. So yeah. my best mate's like, you need to download TikTok. We're at work and I was like, fuck it, righto. And I had a look through and I saw, you know, a whole lot of just smut. And I was like, <laughs> righto, fuck, I'm over this. And then I come across like a few like – not educational videos, but just real cunts, like yeah, yeah. real blokes. Like I don't, can't remember exactly who, but it was along the lights of like Pokey's Mechanical and Motive Mechanical and Mechanic Jack and, you know, a few of those guys. Just and against I'm, the stereotype of what you thought TikTok was. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's just a bloke doing bloke shit, like whether it be at work or after work or fucking about or having a chat or they're just a funny cunt. And (laughs) I was like, I could get in on this. And I was a spectator for quite a while. Yeah. And um, just watching these people, I was like, fuck yeah. And then um, we were sitting there, it was shift change. And um, me mate Jack, he's from Gladstone. He's like, all right, we're going down the uh, Jolly Collier. I was like, fuck yeah. And um, I had this thing for sculling beers, and um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll scull this beer." And I've like stiff armed it in my room and Snapchatted it to the boys. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I saved it. and I was like, "Fuck, I should put that on TikTok." I put it on TikTok, and like my fucking first video, I got like thirty thousand views. Really? And I was <laughs> like, I was like, "Fuck me, I'm Marilyn Monroe." <laughs> I'm half onto something. And that was your first video. That was my first video. And, um, like, I used to post, like, a heap of work stuff and I got in a bit of a trouble for it. Like, not a heap of trouble. It was just, like, needed to have permission to actually yeah, take the video. Like, I had a phone pass out and stuff. But, you know, just, like, yeah. nothing nothing crude. Like, I'll, I'll never post anything at work that'll, you know, Jeopardise the company or yeah, something like or that. Yeah, or tarnish anybody's name yeah, in that. Yeah. I will never tarnish somebody's name. Yeah. But... Yeah, I had to take a lot of them off. And um, a few of them that sort of like kicked it off really was like the beer drinking was one. And um, I've always fed my dog every day like because obviously I work roster so nobody's home on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. So I'm cooking breakfast and the dog's looking at me with those sad eyes and I was like, oh, fuck, mate, I'll cook you a bit of scrambled eggs. Yeah. And I always (laughs) used to um, Snapchat it and I I got a mate on Snapchat, Travis, fucking hates it. <laughs> Every time I send him a Snapchat of moose eating scrambled eggs or a steak or fucking sushi or something, all I get back was stop feeding your fucking dog human food. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll put this on TikTok and just shit this cunt to tears because yeah. I hope somebody else sees it, <laughs> it and sends it to him. Well, Chicks, Steve- Chicks would get right around that, wouldn't they? Oh, I've never really paid attention to it. Like, if, like a lot of people just like die hard would die for my dog on TikTok. Like, yeah, if yeah, I ever yeah. if yeah. I just smacked him in public, I would be an endangered species. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm I'm not like exactly like Trav, but I'm sitting there thinking you got a fucking lucky lucky dog, bruh. Mine gets uh, mine gets some bickies and uh, wet food like mixed together. But you know, we're all different. Oh, run our dogs. He's an old dog. Like he's yeah. he's a good dog. Yeah. Like he's not that old, but he's old for a great dane. Like he's six, and they only live yeah. to about eight. Yeah, yeah. Like good, they live a bit longer, but no, fuck know, nice, mate. I was like, fuck me, mate. You've been good to me. I'll be good to you. Yeah, nice, good shit. And then like I had this sort of epiphany, and I was looking at my social media and how I was presenting myself, and I was like, you know what? 
I don't think I want the world to think of me as just some piss-swilling bloke. Yeah. I was like, I actually do my best to try and, you know, do some shit around the house, do some shit at work. Like, I'm more than just a fucking grog monster. And um, I didn't care if people really cared about it or watched it. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, you know, I'll just put some stuff in my personal life, me fucking around and me shared. There's more but- to me than just sculling a beer. Yeah, and I like my dad has always been this, like to me, this talented, can do fucking anything kind of guy. Yeah, and like he hasn't got a trade, but I reckon he could build anything. And yeah. just my whole life, I've just seen him go. Fuck, we need a retaining wall over there. We'll just build a retaining wall. Yeah, like, car needs service. Service car. Like, oh, we want a gazebo. I'll make a fucking gazebo. Yeah, yeah. And I've just looked at this guy and I'm like, you can make fucking anything, can't you? That's awesome. And like, I started to do it myself because I was renovating my house and like, I'd ring my old boy up for tips. Like, he's been in the building industry for a long time, but I'd ring him up and I'd be like, hey, man, I need a hand with this. I, I know you've done it. And he goes, oh, no, I just had a crack at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, just give thought, it a go. yeah, I can do that. I'll give it a go. And when I started doing that, I sort of realised I wasn't as dumb as I thought I was. Like, yep. you're more talented than what you think you are. And that's what I sort of come across. Like, I did a few videos and people are like, oh, fuck, yeah, I wish I could do that. And I'm like, well, you probably can, mate. Like, I just, yep. you know, I really wanted to drive home that, like, with minimal money and minimal experience and a couple of tools, like, we can all start doing shit. Yeah. Like, it's just either the confidence or the motivation to do it. Like, you just need somebody to... Not call you a fucking dumbass. Yeah, yeah. YouTube these days has got that many tutorials oh. about how to do shit. I've like flogged YouTube. Yeah. Like, every, yeah. Anytime I don't know something, it's like Google or YouTube. Well, mate, I'm how, like, show me daddy. How good is It's that? a lot easier these days. Like, yeah, hats off to your old boy because it wouldn't be in his days just 100%. A crack. Oh, fuck. Proper you. having a crack. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you before, like, if the content that you create now, you know, um, is it something that you have got to think about all the time? Is it just as you're doing shit, as you're stuffing around on your days off or at work, you just you just chuck it up, you know what I mean? It's always, I'm going to do it anyway. Yep. yep. But I'm going to film it for people. Like As far as I go, I'll make an effort to make the video better, like to actually show you what I'm doing. Like I'm going to be doing that regardless. Like yeah. Whether it gets filmed or not, I'm doing that. Yeah, sweet. The only thing I'll do is I'll just sit there and I'll watch it back and I go, oh, fuck, I didn't really explain that well enough or I didn't show them what I meant. Yeah. And I'll try and go back and I'll sit there and go, you know what, somebody might not know what I mean there. So I'll just like try and explain it like somebody was explaining to me when I was an apprentice. And oh, yeah. what really fucking spun me out with all of my like doing the shed DIY and stuff like that is my old boy finally stumbled across it. I never told him about it. Oh, really? Yeah. And he just found it. My old boy is in his 70s and he fucking stumbled across it. And all I get was this text message was, hey, I just saw you put your handrails up in your shed. Just like your old man, I'm proud of you. Oh, wow. And I was like, vindication. Mate, you would have sent the tingles up the spot. My old boy goes, you got a head for radio. What are you doing on TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely definitely an oil painter. Yeah. Yeah. How good's that though? Like that oh, would have just that's made wrong. you go. That's fucking awesome. And like you've got some mentors in your in your lifetime, and I I really feel for people that didn't grow up with a dad or yeah, yeah you know, no, didn't have definitely. that father figure. But mine was always to like 
you know, you got those moments when your dad says you pr- he's proud of you or tells you he loves you or anything like that. But when they when you genuinely know that they looked at something you did and he's like, "Fuck, he did it better than I did." Yeah, and you're like, "Yeah, good job, mate." You're like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. nice." And I was like, when he said it, I was like, I was, oh, thanks, mate. You know, good on you. And I thought back, I was like, you're the motherfucker that, mate, like, encouraged me to do that. You don't even know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like. And that's like, I I talked a little bit in the last episode about, like, I I went fishing with my old man, like, the other day. And, um, you know, we caught fuck all up the creek, but it was just unreal spending a day with him up there fishing and stuff. And I was talking about if my young fella now, comes fishing with me when he's 27 years old because he wants to, it means I raised him right. Oh, like, you winning, that's mate. all you want. You know what I mean? Like just spending quality time with your old boy. Like it's fucking – it's unreal. Oh, and absolutely. And I, I, what I love, like, you know, you got people – like granted, i got a fucking good following. Like the people that follow me are like so – you know, they encourage me like so much. Yeah, to the point where I don't give a fuck if I get a hater comment. I could think of maybe two. Yep. I reckon I could remember two out of my entire social media that were negative. That's yeah, fucking, right. That's, that's good going. And, like, you know, you got people that are sitting there going, you know, oh, I'm going to have a crack at doing something next week. Or I get a message on Instagram of, like, hey, man, I built this. Or they'll add me on me, like, second Snapchat and um, send me a photo of what they've built. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you encouraged me to do that. And I'm like... Fuck yeah, I gave him a push to do it. How good's that? And that makes it fucking 100% worth it. Yeah, like, oh, exactly, mate. It's awesome, eh? Like, I could get a whale of abusive comments on social media and I wouldn't give a fuck knowing that old mate that didn't want to try it out finally tried it because I encouraged him to do it. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, right. I'd it's just, like, fuck yeah, it's good just on a matter you, of giving something a go, eh? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we, talk, we talked about that a fair bit as well. It's like, whatever you want to do in your life, just give it a go. Like, What's the worst? What's the worst case scenario, man? If you just give something a crack, you know what I mean. One of the boys put it to me perfectly. So shout out Griffo. I'm working with him at the moment. Yeah. And uh, if something goes wrong, he just put it this way: it's just a side effect of having a go. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, have fucking imagine tell yeah. Tell just gone a big shit show. Just tell him that. Mate, just a side big, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supervisor, it's a side effect of having a guy, mate. I'm sorry, mate. That, that <laughs> honestly, that that sort of stuff, like, and like we talked about off air too. We've been getting a heap of people messaging nicknames in, and those sort of calls and comments. I feel like working in the mines, or not even in the mines, in the industry. There's so many blokes in the same sort of humor and stuff like that, you hear so many good fucking nicknames and just calls, mate. Have you like what what are some of the best ones you've heard, you reckon? I'll give you one one of my tradesmen gave me. I was fucking seventeen and we were on the farm. His name's Scotty. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, You're a broken gate, you cunt. <laughs> and I said, What do you mean? And he goes, Well I can't shut you up, you cunt. <laughs> Uh, that's from a broken hell. gate. That's fucking awesome, mate. <laughs> Every bike's got a broken gate in their crew. Yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah. fucking stuck. That is awesome. That is so fucking good, eh? Broken gate. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That is so good, man. Fucking nice. Mate, on your TikTok, there's multiple videos of you just tearing the lids off tins. With your fucking mouth, or as you'd say it, murdering a beer. Yeah. How the fuck did you get into that? Because I reckon if I tried to do it, I'd end up looking like the Joker. 
So, dead set, we go, take a step back to the Bogan schooner, right? Yeah. And it was when I punched it through with my teeth, I've had a couple of people like, what the fuck did you just do? And then, like, I don't know, we were on the source, and either he said it to me or I said it to him. There were a few had that night, and he's like, I reckon you could tear the top off that. And I was like, I fucking reckon I could. So I just munged into it and <laughs> tore the top off it and then sculled it, and he goes, holy <laughs> fuck, mate. <laughs> and then it just became a bit of a party trick. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, what I thought was amazing is, like, I've put that video up, and then, like, people have jumped on it. Oh, well, they mate. started tearing lids off beers and pulling Tang teeth out. Uh, oh, one bloke sent me a message on Instagram. You got no fucking tooth left. He just tore the cunt out. Oh. I was like, oh shit, there's a technique. Mate, Lord, people jump. People jump on that video like a trampoline. Like oh. dead set. <laughs> I've said to people out at work, I'm like, hey, because a couple of the boys, you know, out at work, you know, they're like your second family. You're with them for fucking half your life. So they just cop everything that I want to tell them, whether they like it or not. And I'm like, hey, boys, guess who I'm getting on the podcast next week? I'm like, fucking get a load of this bloke. And they're like, oh, I've seen him on TikTok. I'm like, have you seen this video? And I'll just play him that one of you going, you know those days when you just want to murder a beer and just fucking tear the lid off one skull? That's a fucking good beer. And I'm like, that bloke. <laughs> like, oh, he a gorilla. And they're like, holy fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, but mate, that is unreal. I, yeah, I haven't been game enough to try one yet. That's why I fucking sharpened all those mince up clips. But um, oh look, yeah. if you if you're nice enough, I'll show you the correct technique on how to do it. Right, oh mate. Because you know we don't want to go to our dentists and they yeah. all hate me. Too easy. We'll we'll do a few later on. We might even share it to the. Is there um, a softer can you've um, had, or you're just straight into the northerns? Oh, so not on the teeth thing, but like you, <laughs> there's a few videos of me busting them with my hands. Forex yeah. can, man. Yeah. They're the softest. Yeah. Pensioners heard of the beers. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know what it is, but the, the it just seems to like tear a bit better. Like, yeah, I've yep. fucked my hands up doing it. Like especially like the punch the fingers through the side of the can. Like, yeah, I was going to say, have you had any injuries doing that? Like yeah, mouth yeah. or f- or hand injuries? Um, mouth, no. Surprisingly, like mouth. I think I've probably chipped a tooth. Yeah, yeah. But like, who hasn't? Who's had a go their life? Yeah, yeah, side effect of having a go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but surprisingly, none of my mouth. But I did fucking slip myself something chronic. Like I, I, I was at Lake Vermont. Yeah. And uh, one of the boys is like, "Oh, I just watched your video with a beer can," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll show you." Thinking I'm a hard cunt. Yeah. And we're we're like after night shift at church on Sundays. Yeah. yeah. And I've gone to punch my fingers through this can, and as I've got my middle finger through it, it oh. sliced the cunt. Ooh. And I was like, immediately knew I fucked up. And did, like, there's a crowd. Keep, of, yeah, did you keep pulling even though? Yeah, I kept trying, oh, and it just yeah. got worse, and I had to quit. And then I just looked like an absolute fuckhead in front oh. of about 20 people, and I'm like, I could show you a video. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. We just watched you fail hard, oh, man. No. Yeah, like yeah, it doesn't yeah. always work for you. I think Side everybody having a go. Yeah, I think everybody thinks when people have these like party tricks, they're like, fuck yeah, he just nails it every time. Yeah, yeah. like no, it's not that way. Like not just every twelve hour night shift, and then we're going to church. Not yeah. every ten's the same. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Sunday school we <laughs> yeah, failed. Yeah, exactly <laughs> not right. That ten that just doesn't give in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, there's a few videos of you, like, driving nails through bits of wood with your hand and fucking bending frying pans in half and shit. You don't strike me as a gym goer. Where's the strength come from? Well, believe it or not, I know I am, a, you know, oil painting. 
yeah, yeah. orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. But uh, quite a few years ago, I actually used to be fit and I was right into gym and it fucking consumed my life. And then I couldn't tell you what actually happened, but I got out of it. But like, I was, I've always been like farm strong, yep. I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether you call it work strong or farm strong. Or like bush fuck. gym, mate, when you're shoveling shit or you're fucking doing stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> if we run 100 metres, I'm down for the fucking count. Like, yeah. But I've always, I don't know, I've always had this strength about me or willingness to do it. And anyway, the sledgehammer challenge come around TikTok. And um, it was something I used to do at work. And um, we were in the workshop and I grabbed the 14-pounder and I said to one of the boys, I was like, because he... I don't know, you ever got those, heard that saying, like, if you ever think you're a man of influence, try bossing somebody else's dog around. <laughs> yeah. like, this was a bloke that thought he was of some influence, yeah. like, whether it be your physical appearance or, you know. Carry on. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what, I've got this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he was a big son of a bitch. Like, he'd crack the concrete as he walked into the shed. And I picked up the 14-pound sledgehammer and I was like, you reckon you could do this, cock? I grabbed it. Come down, touch me nose, and put it up. I said, Here you go, champ. Yeah. And fuck, he almost took his teeth out. And I was like, Ha! You yeah. got beaten by the fat cunt. Mate, that, <laughs> yeah. a, that is, there's only one other bloke that I've seen do that, and that's Pete Anglebracket. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. the port. Shout out to Pete. I know he has a listen. He's a big, strong motherfucker. That bloke. Yeah, he can get it done. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him do that. It, it takes a fair bit of wrist strength, eh? Like oh, I, and I give me wrist a good working. But it fucking oh, uh, me too. Money's a fucking Sunday. That's what fucks me up. I'm left-handed. I do that with my right hand. Like you know, the left hand Did has got stamina. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, a long distance yeah, runner. Yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. We got the drag. That's a hundred meter sprint, but you got it done. Yeah, we got the drag car and the Kenworth. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I put that video up on um, TikTok. And people got about it, and they like wanted to know everything, like how long's the handle, how heavy's the head, and um, a strong man that I actually followed. Like I love strong men. Like they're yeah, not, me you too. know, they're not out there. Look at me, look at me. Oh, I got six pack or whatever. They're just a strong motherfucker. They're just lifting rocks and cars and shit. Yeah, just doing shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I followed this bloke called Iron Tamer. Yeah, he was all about it. He hadn't seen it. He's from America, and he messaged me. He's like. I just want to know, like, I want to do what you did. How yeah. heavy was the hammer and stuff? And I said, oh, it was a 36-inch handle, 14-pound head. Yeah. And he said, oh, I've got a 15-pound hammer, shorter handle. And I was like, I'm not going to take a piss out of you, man. Like, I know you're fucking strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, this motherfucker, like, did it. Never took a piss out of me or anything. He just wanted to be, like, you know, equal in a sense. Yeah, yeah, just like, to see if he could challenge himself to it. Yeah, he, he, he was honestly looking for the challenge. There was no malice in it, nothing else. It was just like a good old, fuck, that was hard. Like, yeah, yeah. I want, yeah. I want to see if I can do that. And he, did, like, he, he, he has definitely excelled on the sledgehammer front. Like he'll yeah. do it while doing a squat or like riffing a kettlebell up or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But from that, I looked at his profile and he was driving nails through bits of timber. Yeah. So, of course, I've messaged him and I'm like, hey, man, I want to know what you did there. And he, long and the short of it, like when you convert it from freedom freedom units, it was a six-inch nail, four-and-a-half-mil thick bullet head nail, drive it through a 19-mil bit of fascia board, which was Moranti. Without white ants eating through it? Yeah. And so- you, you just wrap a rag around it, drive it through, and I fucking did it. 
Yeah, I watched and I was it. like, holy fuck, I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Just drove that nail. Oh, I haven't seen this video. What are your fist or like that? Like so holding it. Through your hand, through your fingers, and just bang. Like, so oh, for the people that are listening, yeah, just like fist clenched down. For people yeah. listening, just don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen some bust ups. Like, my favorite thing is when we're deep on the sauce, I sit there and go, to <laughs> say, I'll just do it in front of them, show if it's possible. Then you see these motherfuckers try and break and knuckle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, like from those, somebody sent me a grip strength meter. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. And I maxed it out on my left hand and I was like, I don't want to put that up because, you know, it's just a fault. I'm left handed. And I put it on my right hand and it come like four kilograms shy of maxing it out. Yeah. And I put that up there and then all of a sudden the strength feats come out. Like they wanted to see Everyone if I could did. do this, do that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a video I did with like a a bodybuilding fella. Yeah. Like he's a strong guy, but he, he had this thing where he's like, oh, who can twist an apple in half? I was like, fuck, he made that look hard. And I'm going to the crib up, grab me smoker bag out, and I was like, oh, I want to see if this is possible. And I was like, Psh. I was like <laughs> well, fuck me. <laughs> and then I thought about it. Like, you know, I work with my hands every day, yeah, all yeah. day for like the last decade. I'm like, of course my fucking forearm should be strong. Like, yeah, yeah. You're you not know. an electrician. You can fucking give a bit of shit to go. But then, like, you get the stigma <laughs> of, like, people are like, this motherfucker should be able to do, like, Anything. Yeah, yeah. And what almost did me is they got me to bend a 12 mil drill bit in half. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And, and like, I freaked out because I was like, can't be a cobalt bit. That'll just snap and go through my hand. And then yeah, I'll be shatter. Ringing. I'll be trying to ring the boss up and explain what the fuck happened and why I wasn't going to work. Be like, yeah, yeah, man, I just snapped this drill bit. They said I couldn't, man. Yeah. <laughs> the drill bit went through my fucking hand. So yeah. I'm like on Google trying to be Einstein looking at what drill bits don't snap, and I've finally found an auger bit, which is meant to bend, or a masonry bit, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she just went from there, right? Yeah, unreal. No, it's fucking good, man. Um, how do you find the audience on TikTok? Like, it's, it, is it all pretty positive, or, or do you still get a decent amount of negative keyboard warriors? Honestly, the I've had a really good time on TikTok. Yep. Like, you know... Look at me, I'm a I'm a big, you know, svet. <laughs> I'm you're, say that you're a fucking you're an Aussie bloke. If yeah. there's a stereotype to an Aussie bloke, you'd probably fit it pretty well. Yeah, like so that's yeah. you know. Yeah. The ammo's there for somebody to take the piss out of my appearance. So I get that. But like I've never had it. Like I've been called a bogan, like will be do. Like, yeah. I'll fucking call myself one. Yeah, yeah. But like generally it's pretty good. But like I said before, I could probably think of two comments that I've had that I can actually remember. Yeah. And, like, I try to not respond to it. Yeah. like, And it's not like a ignore it and it'll go away. It's just I think we need to take the power out of those people. Like, you'll get, you'll get people that are taking the piss, and that's the problem with social media. You don't know what context they're saying it in. Yeah. Like, me taking the piss out of you face-to-face, you know if I'm taking the piss out of you. Yeah. In text, like, just somebody writing a comment, you don't fucking know. Like, 100%. You know, they might not mean bad by it. So you just, if you don't like it, just swipe on past and, you know, focus on the other 90 people that gave you something positive. But I felt bad one day. Like somebody went after me. Yep. And um, I made a response to it and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to mark up this fella. I'm just going to, like, take the piss a bit. And it was about, like, why do all bogans not shower or some shit? Yeah, I saw that video. And um, I just did a response, and I was like, well, I'm mainly dirty because I'm a mechanic, mate. But I got, 
you know, dirty hands and clean money, and my mum's proud of me. So, like, I don't give a fuck what you <laughs> That's reckon. good, yeah, yeah. Fucking nice. And, like, I appreciate everybody that backed me up on that. But mm. what I felt bad about was they went after him. Yeah, and yeah. And, like, credit to him, like, good yeah, on you guys. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you saw that I was copping a bit of flack, and you were like, fuck this guy. Yeah. And they jumped on there and I got a message from him going, like, what did I do to you? Like, I have got a wave of abuse, like, to the point where I'm going to delete all my social media. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I said, well, here you go, mate. I sent him the video and he goes, oh, I've got a bit of a drinking problem. Like, I don't actually remember making that comment. And I felt a little bad because I was like, this guy's just copped a wave of abuse. But I thought it like a bit of a teachable moment. 100%. And all I said to him was, I was like, hey, man. This is the one time that you've said something on social media in complete anonymity and it backfired. Yeah. Like maybe you should just think about what you're saying to people. Yeah. I'm like because you probably thought I was just some fucking idiot that you're never going to see again, never going to hear from again. I'm like but you pissed me off that day and I responded to it. And I'm like and it just so happened that I had a few people that also didn't agree with you. And went after you. He might have been feeling shitty about himself and his own little world, hate, hating his own life and thought, oh, I'm just going to fucking make myself feel a little bit better by trying to put someone else down and it's just not the right way to go about anything, is it? Oh, absolutely not. And like, I get it. Everybody has a bad day. I have fucking bad days. And oh, I'll see sure. some shit that I sit there and go, fuck, I want to light you up, mate, but I won't. Yeah I, yeah, I, I have come to the stage where like, if I'm going to say something on social media – it will be in a positive outlet or I'll just fucking jog on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's what we need. I think a few of them got to like um, a bit of balls too. you got to get all your ducks in line before you're going to comment on some stuff because you're going to get called out at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And some people don't fire back. Some people just let it go, but yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, look, like I've talked before about like getting deleted off. I got hacked on Facebook and I haven't really got it back ever since. But I found – on Facebook, I'd be in this spiral of like, I don't know, I'd just get into these things and you'd comment on something and I just feel like there's so many negative comments and just arguments for no reason with random people you don't know on Facebook, for me personally, that I just, I'm better off not even on it because I just find that it's such a negative platform with comments and just fucking, you know I, what I mean? It can, it can be whatever you make it. Like social media is amazing because it opens your eyes up to so many different things. But it also can be the opposite. Yeah. Like if you go in there looking in a negative view, you will make it negative. Yeah. You will pick the eyes out of everything. You will see the bad side. And um, that's what I was trying to get at with one of my videos of like if you go into it with a negative mindset, you're going to come out with a negative result. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So if you're going to bring something to this platform, like whether you got one follower or fucking two million, if you're going to bring a negative mindset into there, I've got no fucking time for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, 100%. You know, there's enough fucking struggles in all of our lives without adding that to it. Like every yeah. single person you meet, regardless of the severity, has something going on. Oh, that's right. 100%. Well, we don't I, need to fucking add to that. I think I just found that, like, I'm on Instagram and stuff like that, TikTok and stuff, 
I think I just found that Facebook in particular was so – there were so many ways for them. It'd just be the spirals of just news feeds with big paragraphs of people just going off. I don't know. Oh, I, fuck yeah. Like, we're on the all in the minds. That word on the whole road. Fuck me. I hate that. Yeah, page. yeah like, I, I sit there for, the like, the one comment that might be, you know, insightful, but the rest of it's just like you got this person that's like a blank – I'm going to call it a blank profile, but, like, I'm a fucking hero and I want everybody to know. Yeah. Like, you just got some poor cunt asking a question and he's just getting lit up for no reason. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck off, mate. If you think you're a good cunt, then... 100%. Like. <laughs> you you actually put a video up that I really liked and it was when you were sitting there with your two cups, mate, and the grains... Was it sugar? It was rice. Well, can you, can you explain that? So, it's... The best way I can explain it is if I looked at my analytics right now... I probably have 10,000 comments. Now, that's the problem. You've got so many comments. And, like, somebody just throwing out a little jab, they might think, fuck all of it. Like, it might just be like, oh, you fucking haircut shit, mate. Mm. That's the problem. Like, how many people before him have also put you down? Yeah. Like, me personally, that video wasn't about me. Yeah, like yeah. I, I have not come onto social media and gone fuck this, I'm out because if I ever get to that point, I'm just going to fucking delete it. Yeah, I, I got no time for it. I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But I've seen plenty of people do it themselves. Yeah, and what I was trying to get across is like you might have only put one grain of rice in that cup, but ten thousand other people have put a grain of rice in that cup. Yeah, now that cup's full. And that is old mate's mental capacity. You could be the one grain that puts old mate over the edge. Yeah. You are the straw that broke the camel's back and he's going to fucking snap. Yep. So, like, you never know how full somebody's cup is. So, you know, just tread a bit carefully. Like, if you if your comment has no fucking input whatsoever, like, if he's being a cunt. Oh, 100%. Like, if he's just being a piece of shit, it's a different story. But if old mate's, like, say old mate's just proud of, like, the garden that he's put in. Yeah, yeah. Like, What's the point of a negative comment in that? Like well, you mate, got constructive comments? Like going back to you personally, <clears throat> you're putting up a video after doing a fucking 12, maybe 12 and a half hour shift out at the mines. You're a bit dirty because you're a fucking diesel fitter. And someone says something about Bogans having a shower and it's like, is that fucking necessary? Like, yeah, it, yes, it, we it, do, brah, but I'm fucking dirty. Yeah, exactly right. And it's along that topic, like did it really need to be said? Like I probably know I'm dirty. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's just those sorts of comments. Like, if I've got, like, my personal opinion, three things I don't like to talk about at work, three things I don't like to talk about on social media, paychecks, politics, and religion. Yeah. If you're going to jump on social media and talk about those three things, paychecks, politics, religion. You get a world ahead of radio. Yeah, you're fucking asking for it. I'm sorry. Sounds like a boring chat anyway. Yeah, like (laughs) you either need to be passionate or just fuck right off. Like if you're jumping on there, then expect it. But if you're just sitting there going, hey, I'm really proud of this thing that I've just done and you cop a wave of abuse, no, fuck the cunts. I don't agree with that. Because sometimes people are just trying to have a crack Make something, and of course, the next time they do it, they're going to be fucking better at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, build each other up. Like, fuck me, half, 100% of the shit I've done, I had to learn at some point. Yeah. Like, you know, there's obviously things that I've looked at and gone, oh, you fucking idiot. Well, mate, like, on your TikTok, I've seen a lot of stuff of like people starting to respond to you, and then you're like showing people 
what the basic sort of kit is to go full driving, what, what, what they need if they're going to head up north and stuff. And, mate, that's awesome. Like someone is actually listening to you and you're showing someone what they need to do something rather than them Googling it and trying to figure it out themselves and they're talking to a bloke that's done it. So, oh, you know. Absolutely. Look, I love my travelling. I love my camping. I love every aspect of it. Like we were having a chat earlier about I had the swag on the back of the bike and I said it's a different style of camping. Like when I go on my cruiser, I've got, you know, the fridge, I've got everything else that I need to go camping. Like, you know, compress that into two saddlebags. Yeah. Put the swag on the back. Go for a roll. Like it's a different It's a different style of camping. Fuck like, yeah. What I, are you actually bringing? Yeah, I want adventure. <laughs> Yeah. I don't give a fuck where we go. I don't care if we're riding on the blacktop to go see some pretty thing. Yeah, or whether like we're going Yeah, or like, <laughs> you are pretty. Fucking <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Or man. like going across a gnarly four-wheel drive track, it's all adventure. Like, I don't judge a bloke going, oh, I'm jumping in my Festiva and going down the road. Like, cool. Yeah, yeah. All You've got a fucking trip plan. Like, you're going to enjoy that. Good yeah, for you. 100%. Like... And the problem is, like, there's a few people that want to get into adventure and they might not have had that person that said, you know, you need this. Like, not everything I say you actually need. It's just what I take. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what you need. I'm just going to tell you what I'd do. Of your experiences, Mate, your fuck-ups, yeah. your... Yeah. gives yeah. people a bit of a base to work yeah, on. Yeah, this is what you know? I've done. Yeah. This is what I needed. Yeah. And if you decide that you want to take what I did and... Cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's basically like the whole thing of like I own a old car, obviously, so it's 27 years old and I take that fairly remote. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a mechanic. Like I check over it before, but like spare parts, tools. Like, you know, you got old mate who's not a mechanic and he sits there and goes, fuck, I need to have something. Like he obviously, he might not know how to fix it. Yeah. But one of the people with him might. Yeah. And if he doesn't have the shit there to fix it, then they can't help him anyway. Yeah. So, like, you know, basic tooling that I take for my car or stuff that I think you probably should take with you, like spare parts and shit, like, you know, if I can sit there and go to you, this is pretty hard to find in North Queensland. Yeah. That's a failure point on your car. Yeah. That could be the difference in you getting to the telly track and being able to fix a problem or you sitting there going, fuck, we got to go to Bamaga and hope that they got it. Yeah, 100%. Well, you going over to Fraser Island and going, fuck, I need to catch the barge back in Harvey Bay, pay 300 bucks and go back out for want of fuck all. Yeah, 100%. An old CV or a wheel bearing or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like anything. Like, obviously, the spares I take and the tools I take are my car specific. Yeah. And I encourage people to just jump under their car and have a look at the common sizes. Like, have a look at something, find out what the size of that fucking bolt is and go, right, I need to make sure i got that socket. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, you know, common spares, Google the common breakages, go talk to your mates. Like, say you own a Hilux, go talk to your other mate that owns a Hilux. Yeah. Hey, man, you ever broken anything on the track? Like, that sort of stuff, just in encouraging people to get the thought process rolling. Because I've come across people a lot. Like, I've travelled the beef road. Shout out beef road. Yeah, yeah. Fair hit on this. Yeah, yeah. Mate, like, hop it. Yeah. But, like, that's because I drive that road the most. That's where I see the most people broken down. Yeah. But I've come across people on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, for want of a fan belt yeah. in an old car. 
Like, granted, if you got a 2020 model fucking car, I wouldn't expect the fan belt to be sharted. But if you got a 30-year-old cruiser, yeah, check the belts. Like, fuck yep. me. But, like, for something so simple like a fan belt or a bolt or a fuse or, like, something that is very minimal, like, you wouldn't know to take it unless yeah, somebody see, told you you probably I, should. I, am, I would be the most guilty person ever of that. If I had something, I'd just go out there and be like, oh, hopefully it goes well. But if you said to me, this model, put this in your car, this is what happens all the time, me personally, I'd go, right, I'll go grab that. It might get me out of shit. You know? Yeah, as so, Tress heads there, sales would probably be going, oh, yeah, we'll keep that fan belt. Yeah. Or some heavy-duty cable ties to do the old yeah, redneck oh. fucking fan belt. Yeah, 100%. Oh, mate. And have a look at it go, where am I going? Right, oh, I'm going not that remote. Or I'm not going hardcore full drive. Still on phone reception. Yeah. RACQ still in sight. Yeah. Like horse <laughs> of the course. Is like, and the biggest killer, I think, is people going on trips breaking fuck all. Yeah. 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 So, and then giving the other person confidence, like having a good, smooth trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And they sit there and go, I didn't need any of that shit. Yeah. And yeah. I can give you a great example. <laughs> Last two trips I've done, right? Both towing a trailer. One, I did two and a half thousand Ks. I blew a fucking fuse. That was it. That was it, yeah. Two and a half thousand Ks, I blew a fuse. Full driving, went down Double Island Point, fucked around, went to Kinkuna, went to Five Rocks, went fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Didn't break shit at all the spares in the world. Last trip, same car, same maintenance procedure. Like, I try and keep that thing tip-top. Went over to Fraser Island, made a 10K into the track, broke my drawbar, got to the end of that track, hitched the trailer up, fixed that. Next thing. I didn't see that video. What, did you get onto a local or something? I got onto a local. So Paul, he was a good cunt. Fuck. Shout out to Paul. Didn't didn't know him for a bar of soap. Let me into his house. Let me use his welder. Let me use his shed. Let me use his hoist. Yeah, right. Like my old boys always used to say, nobody wants to help a cunt. And I think it just started with me sitting there going, hey, man, I'm in a spot of bother. This is what I've done. If you can't help me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Come in. Yeah, but if like you that, could yeah. help me, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like that trip, man, like fucking took off again, did the fuel change over solenoid in me fucking tanks, run the front tank out of fuel, went up bloody uh, Indian head, blew axle studs out of me rear <laughs> oh, axle, popped yeah. that out. I had the spares for that thing. Fuck. Yeah. Coming along the beach, cracked the fuel water separator, fuel just pissing down onto my exhaust. Oh. Get back onto the highway, driving along. New heater hoses, clamp, just done up a little bit too tight. Split the hose, pump the coolant out on the highway as I'm going uphill. Wow. Like, you can be as prepared as you fucking want. Yeah, yeah. you can have a shit trip or you can have a great trip. And I think the dangerous thing is, like, I had all the same spares on both trips. Yeah. I got myself out of trouble on both trips. But fuck me, if I had taken the last trip – as a precedent for the next one, yep. I wouldn't have had half that shit. Yeah, I would have yeah, been yeah. like, fuck, why the fuck am I carrying this? Half this shit, yeah. That's like, for sure. I carried spare axle studs and uni joints and heater hoses and shit. And like, what do you got, 75? Yeah, I got a 75 series, yeah, yeah. 1995. Model. 1HZ or? Yeah, 1HZ with a turbo on it. Yeah, yeah, like, nice, she's, yeah, yeah. She's a good rig. Like, I love her. Yeah. And like, she gave me a bit of carry this last time, but she's a 30-year-old car at yeah, the end yeah. of the day. Like, it's going to fuck up. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's oh, that's good, mate. It's yeah. good that you give people a bit of a thing. Hey, yeah. before before we move on from TikTok, I've been meaning to ask you this. I keep forgetting. What is your following on TikTok at the moment? And like, 
you know, and how do people find you? Because give yourself a bit of a plug because we've been talking about your TikTok the whole time. People are probably thinking, what the fuck is it? Oh, okay. So I haven't checked in the last week. Believe it or not, like for somebody who's on a lot of social media, I really don't care how many followers i got. Um, I think I have oh, 43,000 or something at the moment. Yep. Fuck knows what's on my Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you want to find me, Zayden Bryant on TikTok, WD-40s and zip ties on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, nice. Fucking nice. That's me, WD-40 and zip ties. Like, we can fix anything. Yeah. Russ, yeah. do you know what blow- that blows me away is can you imagine 43,000 people in a room? That's this population here in Gladstone probably now. 43,000 people in one area. Imagine that. Oh, and the people who have seen the videos just blows me away. Like, you'll have a video that will have a million views and you're like, I can't believe a million people fucking watch this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just – Yeah, like, and and I've never done it for the clout, as people call it. Yeah, yeah. I just do it because I've seen that a few people enjoy it. 100%. And I want them to – you know, I actually care. Like, I really do care. Like, if you sit there and go, fuck it, I really enjoyed that video, I'll be like, fuck it, I'll make another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know, I I really – it takes one cunt. One person to really enjoy it, and you're like, fuck you, that was worth it. Well, mate, the Bogan schooner has changed my life <laughs> drinking cans, and I'm that serious. I punch, a hole, I punch a hole in every can I drink because oh. it's fucking easier. If you're a beta like me from a couple of episodes ago, I punch it through the front. Yeah. It's got too hot and heavy. Know. I don't know if you listened to that. We were talking now up on yeah. the fucking thing, and he's punched it under the lid, mate. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, oh. He wouldn't be the first person in this world to have yeah. it dribble down his no, chin. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking oath. So, I tell you what, I'd never really paid much attention to it. And I saw it on your podcast and I was like, I need to get around that. I've got a bit of a bush. So, like most men, I, uh, I've had some clippers in the past. I've had a wall. And uh, you take a snip out of your ball sack and you're like, fuck that. So I, I took advantage of the 20% off and I bought myself a Manscaped. And uh, like the Zohan said, silky smooth, mate. But what I thought was even better is like, like most of us that are working 12-hour shifts, wherever you might be, and it's hot as fuck, like 43, 44 degrees, you get a bit of swamp mud <laughs> and that ball deodorant. I never paid any fucking mind to that. But I tell you what, at the end of the day, I never thought I'd say this. Gee, my balls smell good. They fucking smell good, mate. Get rid of that swamp mutt with the ball deodorant and get 20% off free shipping with a code other blokes or one word at manscaped.com today. Fucking get amongst it. That's 20% off free shipping with the code other blokes or one word at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle Thanks to Manscaped. If you're ever going to drop your dax and show your messes, thank Manscaped.com. Righto. So, look, if someone watches your videos, mate, they'll soon learn that you work in a very similar setup as we do in the mines. So, 7-7, seven, seven, stay at a camp. How do you find the lifestyle, mate? So, I've been floating around the mines for quite a while now. Um, it's been over 10 years now. And I've been in – oh, Fuck. I wouldn't be able to tell you how many camps, but it's a lot. And the lifestyle is sort of what you make of it. Like, you'll go to a new site where you'll know fuck all people. 
And then at the end of the week, you can come out of there thinking, fuck, I've just met the best bunch of blokes yep. ever. And you can go somewhere and you can fucking hate it. And it's horses for courses. But I think the big thing for me is not getting yourself into a rut. Like, at the end of the day, we're away from home and we're working towards a goal. What that goal may be changes. But, like, we're not out there because we fucking love it. That's like, right, yeah. Not one person will be out there for free. But yeah. I just sort of find, like, with the camps and stuff, like, they're all much the same. Like, I've been to some fucking perlers. Yeah. I've been to some shit ones. Yeah. And I sort of find I get get yourself into a routine. Like, yep. um, you know, don't sit there and, like, throw your fucking bag into your room, like, be a grub, like, let your room go messy, wake up, like, two minutes before work. Yeah, yeah. Cruise to work, come home that night, fucking smack piss into yourself. Yeah, yeah. Have a shower, go to bed with fuck all sleep. Yeah, yeah, like, that's That right. is the easiest way to get yourself into a rut where all you feel like you do is work, sleep, repeat. Yeah, yeah, 100%, mate. So, like, I I try to um, set up my room, like, put my clothes in my cupboard, like, you know, have a bit of shit that I'd want from home. Yeah. Yeah, you put like, a video up about that, didn't you? Yeah. Like, about how, how to make it a little bit better. Yeah, like bring your own pillow, like put your clothes in the cupboard, Yep. set up your room, give it a wipe over with some Glen Dead Old Wipes or whatever if you want to make it a bit cleaner, but make it your home for the week. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I yeah. think I, uh, so for about four or five rounds there, I thought I was a legend because I was bringing this fucking body pillow out. Have you ever run a body pillow? I have. It's a bit hard to fit in my work gear, but I have run one before. <laughs> my dad said I was all about it. Until I forgot the fucking thing. It was about four rounds in, I just forgot it, and I was like, oh, well, that's me. I'm like, I'm I'm not buying another one. I'm the opposite. I've, like, bought plenty of those bougie bamboo pillows, taken them out to work and fucking left the cunt in the camp room. Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, old mate's got this flash-ass pillow, and I'm sitting here like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But pretty much, man, like, little little tips and tricks, you reckon, for people, like – Set, like you said before, set it up like you're going to be at home. Like put all your toiletry stuff out on the sink. Set your shower up like you would at home. Put your clothes away in the cupboard or on the top of the table. Like I know a lot of places or the, some of the rooms that I'm at don't have a cupboard, so I try and fold my clothes and put them up on the, on the fucking table so they're not in my bag, you know? Yeah, fucking oath. Um, I think the two big ones, like let's – Avoid the rest of the stuff that I do. But I think the two big ones are make your bed and buy yourself a dirty clothes bag. Yep. Put your dirty clothes in a dirty clothes bag and take them out of the way. Like you're going to have dirty clothes every day at work and they're going to smell like grease or fucking coal or whatever you deal with. There's a few odors that actually, yeah, get around that little small room. Yeah, leave your work boots outside of your room, clean your aircon with some Glen 20 or fuck. I actually find, like, it's not for it, but turtle wax. Yeah, okay. They do a um, bloody deodorizer. Odor X, that's the name of it. Yeah, it's right. It's fucking eh? awesome for an aircon, like if it stinks or mold or whatever. But put your dirty clothes away and make your bed. When you come back to your camp room and you open the door and it's clean and your bed's made, you're in a good mindset. Yep. Whereas if you finished work, you might have had a good day, you might have had a bad day. You open your door and your room's fucked, you're going to have a fucked attitude. Somebody comes around your room for a beer, they see your room, you're going to be embarrassed, aren't you? Straight up. You don't want to open the door and show them. 
you're embarrassed straight up. And if you don't give a fuck, then I don't care. But yeah, yeah. Like if you got a clean room, that's something to be proud of. And somebody sees your clean room, you feel confident about that. Like you know, just set yourself up for a win. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. you know, try and do simple steps to make it a positive outlook. And that can go with a working day. That can go with your room. That can do with whatever. Like, yeah, no, that's that's good, man. I'm very guilty of like I'll just fucking pick a corner to throw on me dirty work clothes in. Um, my my work bag. Cam's giving me shit about this since we fucking started this podcast. But my work bag is a laundry bag. You're a home I, bag. I chuck. I fold all my shit up. Put it in my laundry bag before every round. Bring it out with me. Put it all on the bench, and then I use that bag to take me fucking clothes to the wash. <laughs> see, but, I run too. I run a little suitcase, and then I run the laundry bag. Yeah, but see, I, after you're saying that, it does make sense. Like if I got a laundry bag, kept it off the floor, you know, yeah, it, it is those little things that would that would make a difference just in your mindset a little bit, eh? Oh yeah, and I'm guilty of it. Like I've had a fucked room like any other bloke. Yeah, yeah, and I have noticed though that on those weeks that I don't just I don't feel as good. Make a bit yeah. of effort. Yeah, yeah I, I don't feel like I've looked after me. You know when you've looked after yourself. You know when you've done something just for you. Yeah. I'm a carry-on. I've got like four duffel bags at the moment. I'm like a sweatshop <laughs> trying, to get fucking, <laughs> trying to get to the car on the last day or fucking bring the blender out, working one week, then I get the shits with that, don't bring me clothes out. I'm just forgetful as fuck. My biggest struggle is um, not being able to cook my own food. Bit of a connoisseur, never trust a skinny cook. But... um. Yeah, yeah, my biggest struggle was the old camp food. Oh, fuck. Just on you saying, like, bringing stuff out, I've, like, dabbled with the idea of taking my own air fryer. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. chicken nugs when I've had a few beers <laughs> and the mess. Like, How yeah. fucking good would that be? All you need is a PowerPoint to have a good time. I used to run that at Mara um, in the old hotel, just bring the air fryer out. Wow. Do steaks, everything in it. Oh, fuck yeah. Because I've got a travel buddy in my work ute. Like, when I was driving between sites, like, after work, like you get into camp late, I used to throw like a frozen meal or whatever, like a rolled roast or something in the travel buddy. Yeah. Should be cooked by the time you get to camp, but I've often thought about the air fryer. Yeah. Oof. 100%. That would you be have to good. do it in the bathroom with the vent fan. <laughs> yeah. Get the fucking door closed. It'd be like one of those hotel rooms where you know somebody's been cooking curry in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cooking crab in the fucking kettle. <laughs> 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 Never use a camp kettle. <laughs> Mate, you don't do you- know why you don't use a camp kettle, you're a victim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that um, that kettle situation we had at the farm? The water out there, they reckon the shit in it would eat, eat your ass out, give you a colon cancer or some shit. <laughs> and then the cleaners, we'd have to make sure we put fresh water in it every time. Yeah, and no, no, that's raw water. Tip it out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. People going, oh, that's fucked. You can actually taste it and go on. Yeah, better get the filtered water back in there. See, that's fucked. Yeah. Like, I'll just make sure it's really cold so I don't taste anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what, that vodka soda passion fruit's not bad. Mate, it's a good head, little drop, mate. Good that is little a, drop. That is a nice bit of gear. It'd be a knicker dropper for sure at 1.7, but fuck me, not 100%. bad. <laughs> Hopefully it's, it's not like when you're, when you're out camping, fishing on the boat or whatever, you've had your fucking eight or ten beers. and yeah, then you've you, played you, up. And you just want a bit of sweetness in the diet before you go back on the beers for the RV. You just have a couple of these, sort you out. Oh, yeah. I reckon mum would come at you like a spider monkey if you <laughs> give yeah. them. 100%. Like a gagger. You'd give her a couple of them. But, um, mate, like one thing, do you find that your TikTok content gives you something positive to put your energy towards when you're out at work? Because, like, I find, like, with us, you know, coming up with – 
with our own sort of content and stuff, when I'm sitting in my room at camp, I might remember stuff from the day, getting me notes, write stuff down, and it really sort of helps put a positive outlook on things if I've got something to work towards. Like, do you find that it's similar for you or? Yeah, I think it does. Um, it does two things for me. Like, um, you know when you tell yourself you're going to do something and then you procrastinate a bit? Go tell a mob of people that you're going to do it. Yeah. And it gives you – Yeah. It, it, you got, you're motivated to do it. You're going to do it. But then you've also got that kick in the ass of telling people that you're going to do it. Yep. I think it helps me – like I'm going to do the stuff in my shed, but – I've told people that I'm going to do that stuff in my shed, so I'm like, well, you're feeling a little bit under the weather because you had too many scoops the night before. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking doing it. Yeah, yeah. So you get up and you feel rough like a spanked fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. And you're in the shed and you're sweating like a gypsy with a mortgage yeah, for the first yeah. hour, yeah. and then you're like, right, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that. I, I think it motivates me to carry out stuff 100%. that I've told, like, you know, Instead of blowing wind, like, I'm going to do this, and you fucking do it. I couldn't agree with you more, mate. And Cam and I are fucking victims before we started this of always having these ideas that we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But this is the first thing we actually went, fucking let's go, and just did it. And now that it's a weekly thing, like, I'm out at work and I'm like, righto, let's come up with some shit. What do you find funny today? It's like this half marathon that we've agreed to. It's oh. like now we back out of that fucking yeah. weather baiters. We're End of be July, we're running out. a half marathon. We've put a couple it on of thousand out. people are going to be up our asses if <laughs> we don't fucking rock up oh. at the start line or the finish line. Yeah. Oh fuck so, yeah! So yeah, I, I think it's good, man. But all those little things, it's just something to and like. It's not like you have to start a TikTok account. You have to start a podcast or anything like that. But it's just find something that you can put a positive energy towards instead of just sitting in your room, belting six beers and going to bed. Yeah, you fuck know? yeah. And I think it's the big difference. Like I also do another thing. Like we've been talking a lot about podcasts and audio books and stuff. Take your, you know, your binge watching shit away and replace a portion of that. Educational sort of not, something. Not or, necessarily educational, but something to entertain your brain. Yeah, yeah. Like an audio book or a podcast. Like it can be us talking shit like we are yeah. right now. Like not necessarily. Or a hobby you're into and you want to find some side of it yeah. that you yeah. – Fuck yeah. Like I, I'm guilty of it. I reckon I've watched The Big Bang Theory fucking 30 times start to finish. Like, yeah. And I could fucking watch The Cunt right now. Like Yeah. yeah. But I just try and supplement that with something else, something I don't know about. Like go find a subject you're interested in oh, and go download an audio book. What's your audio books you're into at the moment? So I do a whole different change of things. Um, but usually I like my modern war history. Yep. Okay. Um, but usually if somebody brings up a topic at work and I sit there and go, fuck, that's an interesting topic, instead of Googling it, I'll find an audio book. Yep. So I've been listening to and reading, so I've got Kindle as well because some of them aren't on there. But the last three I've done – is Wrecking Crew by Caesar Campbell, Enforcer by Caesar Campbell. So that's about the Banditos biker gang in Australia. Yep. So if you've ever watched Bikey Wars on the TV where you had the Comancheros versus the uh, Banditos at Milpera, so Caesar Campbell, who was the Sergeant of Arms of the Banditos in that TV show, and he was in the Comancheros before that, 
It's just his life story. Yeah, so right him right. telling that. So it, it's interesting. Like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's an like, audible book. Um, so the first one, Enforcer, is an audio book. Yep. Um, then Wrecking Crew is on my Kindle. And then um, The Hitman and something else. can't remember the name of the third book, but I'll read that next. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's sweet. Then I, I listened to another one. It was uh, Learning All About Life from an Outlaw Biker. Yeah, and that was of this young buck in America that decided that family life was just boring, so he went backpacking. Yep. And uh, he got picked up by these two and uh, got drugged when they handed him a beer and in the back seat was a member of the Hells Angels. And anyway, they got dumped on the side of the road after they got fucking robbed and whatnot and uh young fella sort of got helped out by this bloke in the Hells Angels and it's like the whole fucking story of him becoming involved in that lifestyle from being just this straight to being in the clubhouse of the Probably Hells Angels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just going through that whole roller coaster. Like, poor guns like eighteen. <laughs> yeah, right. So like stuff like that. It's just interesting listening. Um the other one that I've been listening to is all about the illegal trade of wildlife in Australia in the nineteen nineties. Yeah, right. So um, the export over to the states and other countries of what? Like what animal? Um, all in like different animals. So like for instance, your bloody black cockatoo was yeah. ten grand for a pair, and tiger snakes. Imagine and stuff having like to listen to that fucking thing near your house all day. Yeah. They're loud, mate. But I was You know, the rain's coming. Yeah. So, like, it was. Yeah, just, right. Oh, that's fucking wild, by the way. It was very closely linked with the drug trade because getting wild animals across the border was very similar yeah. to trying to get drugs across the border. And it was fucking really interesting. That's what I was saying about in America. You like, people have got tigers and shit like that. People, you'd buy that off. Um, they said, you're like, you got to be careful, mate, because that's like the same people that are. Doing child trafficking and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, All that sort of shit. And that shit sort of comes up in in this, yeah, in yeah. this as well. Like, I'm not going to go into it on no, no, bloody yeah. this, but yeah. it's just, it's something that we don't fucking hear about the media. It's something we don't know about and mm. would be absolutely ignorant to otherwise. So, the next one I'm going to listen to is all about the Holocaust. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I want to learn more about that. I feel like I'm very ignorant to some of the horrible things that have happened in human history. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure, man. That's pretty cool. Hey, eh? something to stimulate your brain when you got a few hours on your mind. Like, yeah, you know. fucking oath. Going to work and feeling like chewing on the steering wheel because you're that fucking bored. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. hundred percent. Mate, we've uh, we've talked before about the morale connoisseur on this podcast and. Every crew, like, to create a good work environment, I think it's pretty important to have one. Like, would you say that you're you're that sort of person on your crew? And what what do you think the sort of importance of having someone who brings a bit of morale to the fucking field? Oh, in a lot of places I feel like I've been that guy. I always try and be the happy cunt. Yeah. Like, if you're a depressed cunt, I will try and get a rise out of you one way or another. I can't stand it. Like I'm, you, yeah, I'm, earth strap is on crew. So he try and he try and he try and he try and fucking cheer you up, Cam. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking hope you'd have a big job in front of you. I don't know. I'm just I'm too fucking talkative. Like I can't. Like you know when you go into a crew and you're like, hey, how are you? Bad. How was your days off? Shit. What'd you do? Nothing. And you're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like I hate that. Like yeah, I always yeah. try and be like. What'd you do? Oh, yeah. 
pulled my dick. Fuck yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times a week? You yeah. know, you try and like bump up their story yeah, and they start yeah, to get yeah. a bit excited and they're like that. But actually, where I'm working at the moment, like I'm with a crew of lads and fuck me, some of them are some self-motivators, eh? Like, you know when you go a place and you see like a really good crew dynamic? Yeah, yeah. Like the boys that I'm dealing with currently, like they're pretty – you always hear them giggling, laughing, like whether the chips be down or up, it doesn't matter. Like they're just taking the piss out of each other or taking the piss out of the situation. It's just good to see. Like, yeah, yeah. but if I don't see that, like I'll, I'll definitely try and lift the mood. Like, yeah, for sure. You love them fucked questions. Like I always love when you got somebody who's a bit quiet or whatever, and you just be like, you know, I got a fuck conversation for you. Listen up. Listen up. Just hit them with it. Oh just, yeah! Just ask him a random question. Like, if if you woke up when you were in your mum and your dad was in you, would you push forward or pull back to get out? Just see what they reckon. <laughs> I love it when they go. I'll thrust. I'm keen on both. I'll go both ways and slip out the side. Yeah, yeah. I had one bloke. He goes, "I'll go forward into mum. I'll be a sick cunt, but I won't be a gay sick cunt." <laughs> That's a good reply. Fucking hell! Yeah, hundred percent. I think most people go into mum. Yeah. Yeah. I think, shout out to H, he said he'd bottom out on Dad and slip out, but that's about the only, <laughs> about the only bloke that I've heard of. Well. Shout out to H. Oh, mate. But honestly, without morale, like mental health struggles can come into play. Like I've noticed in some of your videos, like you bring men's mental health up and the importance of being able to speak about it. Have you ever had any like struggles with yourself, mate? Yeah, I think everybody has. I honestly think that no matter who's there or at what state they are in their life, whether it be minor or serious, somebody's got something going on, you know, and I, I feel like we, you know, we try and compete, like my, yeah. my fucking struggle's worse than yours. Yep. Like, yeah, I think no matter what it is, it's still a serious matter. Like I've, I've, I, me like everybody else, I've had mental struggles, whether they be, you know, terrible. Yep. Or, you know, minor inconveniences. And I think the biggest thing is, like, fucking talk about it. Like, talk about it before it's an issue. 100%. Like, I, I think the thing with me is it's, like, I I fucking stress out about a lot of things and really overthink things, and I think now that's called anxiety. But I've always thought about it as I just fucking stress out about shit. That's just who I am. And I think everyone's got some anxiety. That's just how it is. Oh, you know what I mean? The human and condition. I feel like the worst thing about it is now is people are using it as an excuse to not do things. Like they're saying, oh, no, I'm struggling mentally or I'm doing this and that, and it takes away from the people who are actually struggling with something. You know oh, what I mean? Fuck yeah. And, and, it, and it just fucking dulls it down and it's pretty shit. Like, yeah. And my mindset changed. Like oh, let's go back five, six years ago. I was an angry motherfucker at work, eh? Like, I was a proper angry man. Not at people necessarily, but, like, at the situation. I'd just fucking blow me top, throw me toys out of the cot and, you know, fuck this. And um, let's skip forward to later life. So my brother-in-law got diagnosed with terminal cancer. And this motherfucker was positive throughout the entire duration from start to finish. Like, he was... All smiles, like, always happy, you know, why let it get you down, all that sort of stuff. And even with, like, your life, like, this poor – Steve was dying 
and you'd have a bad day. You'd be like, oh, what's going on, man? Like, are you all right? Look, let's talk about it. Like, that's no good, man. Like, you got this bloke that's got the worst, you know, worst deal going mm. and still giving a fuck about what's going on in your life. Like, that's you know, insane, eh? I might have just had, like, some minor inconvenience in my life. Yeah. And he is like, all ears, sit down, like, I want to hear it. Like, yeah, I some bloke's know- going 90 and it shit you. Yeah, like, I want to know what's going on because I care. Wow. And um, I think from that, like, his positive attitude, like, I'd sit there and I'd go to be negative and I was like, nah, fuck this, Steve would be positive. Like, yeah, yeah. if he can be positive with the cards he's dealt, then I fucking definitely can be. Like, I'd come into work and, like, I was having a point where I was, like, trying to go over the top. Like, I was that invested in it. I'd come into work and people were like, why are you so fucking happy? My responsibility because it can be. Yeah, like, yeah today's yeah. fucking good, mate. Like, because I'm gonna, because I'm fucking telling you, it's gonna be good, mate. Yeah, like, I'm here to fucking kick ass. Yeah, we're here to fuck <laughs> shit up. Like, I'm coming in today and I'm feeling fucking good. I got nothing wrong with me, and I'm gonna fucking kick ass. And man, like that ter- fires me up because I've like, yeah, like that attitude. Sometimes I've gone, can you just fuck off with your positivity? But it's like something I need to readjust sometimes. When I see people that are too positive, I'm like, this cunt, is he on drugs or what? does he know where we're at? Like he can, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just take, taking on like, board yeah, some yeah. of that positivity. It's like like, like you just said. I'm Dave, very like, guilty of it. Like, Oh, as was I. Yeah. But, but, but like you said, seeing that and going, this bloke has literally been told that this is going to end him and he's asking you about your day. What's oh, about how you what's going, going yeah. on? And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely. I honestly, I would have to say he was the most mentally strong person I've ever met in my life, and he forever changed it. And I like to feel like he forever put my mindset in a good point. Yeah. Like from such a bad thing happening. One of the things he did after being dealt with that was infuse in my brain, today's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. And not in a guilty sense, in a positive sense. It was just reaffirm that, yeah, today's pretty good. Not like it could be worse. It was just, yeah, today's pretty good. Like not, I never feel guilty. Like yeah, I sit there and go, that's... yeah, today's fucking good. And it's because he'd sit there and go, fuck yeah. That's amazing, eh? And that's that's like... If you could ever take a positive out of a, such a bad situation like that, it's probably like something that you've learnt over that whole situation that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Like oh. you can go, what the fuck? Like, oh, absolutely. It's all good. And just watching the bloke, like he'd be in the shopping centre, like this is, we're talking like three months before finish line. Yeah. I'm just going to say finish line. Yeah, yeah. Um, three months before finish line, somebody would be like, hey, Steve, are you going? he go, yeah, living the dream, mate. That would yeah, be fuck. it. Like, no point fucking telling you the sub story. Just, yeah, living the dream, mate. Yeah, yeah. Fucking carry on. Like, yeah. why fuck their day? Like, yeah, he was just, yeah, He was yeah. just that guy, like, just. What a fucking legend. Oh, mate, I fucking miss him. Oh. Yeah. Just a fucking legend. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Having that, that, that mindset literally does pump you up, eh? Like, I, I couldn't even imagine having that. Like, you feel like a dickhead sometimes. If, hearing that sort of thing, you feel like a fucking idiot, some of the things you whinge about. 
Like, we've wished about a few things like the fucking subway we've been to twice that take 45 minutes. We're wished about that, having a carry on, and then you go, you hear that, and you go, Africans haven't even got food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll fucking chuck a wobbly every time. I'll be like, fuck yeah, the beer's pretty cold. It was colder last time. (laughs) Honestly, though, that that is fucking awesome, man. That, like, that that has moulded your sort of way you look at things, you know? Yeah, fucking fucking oath. I I think people. You know, if you could make a genuine effort to just sit there and go, yeah, today's going to be pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's not going to be that bad. Like, I, sure. I've gone into with into work with that mindset and, like, you know, the cards are against me. Like, she's set up for yeah. a fuck day. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. bad day. Like, terrible <laughs> job. But, like, just managed to, like, strangle that mindset and just yep. go through again. I swear it's going to be better next hour. Like, yeah. you know, after Smoker, we're going to kill it. And then after Smoker, like, they're just... You know, you're just getting fucked with a long deck of work. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, it's going to be better after second smoke, eh? Yeah. Like, you just carry that throughout the day. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, you know what? I'm not angry. I'm not upset. Like, you know. But mate, I think, I think the I best thing you've got to realise is that blokes like yourself, there might be that one bloke on crew that just hates what's going on at the moment. You might roll through and be like, oi, like in your big loud voice yeah, and your yeah. mullet flapping in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> you might fucking just pull that one bloke out of going, look at this fucking unit, having a bit of a laugh. Yeah, you know? a good, and I yeah. think that's such an important thing to have on a work crew is just bring that morale up and fucking maybe boost someone's mood for the day. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. I've met a few cyclones in the mining industry. <laughs> Slow-moving depressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck it, oath, mate, 100%. But have you have you got any words of advice for blokes who are struggling with it? You know, like how to, maybe some fucking tips to get through shit? Your mates will understand more than you think they will. Yep. Just have a chat with them. Yeah, yeah like, that's unreal. Um, you know the term bottling it up. Some dramas that we have might have been easier dealt with if, like, we just had a slight frustration and said to me, mate, oh, this is fucking me off. And you have a chat about that and, like, throughout the progression, you know, that mate's invested in it and, like, you can talk about it and it's not this big thing. Like, you leave it for ages and then finally fucking snap and somebody goes, what's going on, man? Like, you are in a bad way. Or someone's already gone through that struggle. Yeah. And they can give you tips on something, how to get out of it. Yeah, and you got to dump this this whole fucking. Look, this is my situation now, and go. Yeah, I've dealt with that fucking a year ago, mate. This is how I went about it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Instead of dumping the whole bucket on them, like if you could have t- like let them know earlier in the piece, like you could have gone through it together rather than unloading on them, mate. That is unreal advice because I know Cam and I, like we've spoke about before on the podcast, like he's my counselor. Like, we've been lucky enough that every single thing that I get and he gets, we unload on each other and it gets this weight off your chest. And some people are unlucky enough not to have someone like that. But like you said, I feel like if you've got a mate, they'd be pretty willing to hear what you've got to say. Mate, honest to God, if I come into work, even if I think you're a cunt, if you're struggling and you feel the need to confide in me, and I know you're fucking struggling. I'll listen. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There's a sometimes that's all that needs to happen is they just need to be able to tell somebody and feel better about the fact that they got it off their chest. Yeah, for sure. And you need to understand that eighty percent of the time, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can no, do. No, they just the need cunt. someone to listen. They just need somebody to fucking listen and be like, "Hey, man, I'm struggling today, and this is why. Like, you know, I've got this drama going on." And I think that's just what it is. Like we're we're, we're very proud 
Yeah, yeah, like, and as we, bikes, so. And, like, we feel happy being proud. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, like I'm big, I'm tough, I'm mean, you know, I'm yep. a fucking rock, I'm an island. Yep. But sometimes it could be just a slight inconvenience. If you got that off your chest six months ago, it wouldn't be this big fucking issue right now. And like, like we've said before, too, if you haven't got someone like that, Give us a fucking message, mate. Give us a ring. You'd be the same, Zayden. Like, fucking... Yeah, fucking hey, Someone fine. give you a ring. Go be like, oi, but this is going on. What do you reckon? Fucking give us a ring. It's all yeah. about... Oh, mate, if shit. I ever have somebody message me saying, hey, look, I'm... I need a chat. Ba- i got no one else. Yeah, I'm in a bad way. What do you way. reckon about this situation? Yeah, fucking oath. I'm there to listen. Fucking oath. It's all about breaking the stigma about... We'd rather you fucking ring us and be like, what's going on, boys, than bottling up inside and doing something silly, eh? So. Like, people, yeah, like, they have those call lines and that, but that's, like, almost intimidating sometimes, like, oh, this call line. Who's going to be on the other end of the line? If you're listening to us on a podcast and you already, like, know what we're about, reach out. We're fucking here. We'll give you an opinion. Might not be the best one. Oh, absolutely. I had it probably two weeks ago. Not going to say who it was, not going to say what happened. Nah. Long story short, I'll make cop a hell of a lot of flack. I don't know the fucking story, I don't care. But I got a message from somebody going, hey, do you know him? I said, no, I don't know him, I know of him, I know people that do know him. They said, well, he's in a bad way. Mm. We need to find him. And you know what? In that instant, I no longer gave a fuck about what they were saying he did, anything like that. All I knew is that it can't be bad enough for him to, you know, take control in the way he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. And I think people need to remember that. Like, no matter what you think somebody's done, just unless it's especially heinous, yeah, yeah, just fucking have a think. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. I won't go any more into that. But no, 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 for some sure. people, you know, some people take things differently to what, you think they should. Instead of feeling bad, sometimes they can feel very bad. They're already yeah, tipped sure. over the edge yep, absolutely. before you even know. Some people have a full glass, mate. That's right. Yeah, no, 100%. No, it's good stuff, mate. It's fucking great to talk about that sort of stuff. Right, mate, so le- leading into some of the things that you love doing on your days off, like what are some of the activities that you get up to, mate, on your seven off? I get itchy feet. I just love being outside, eh? Like, it doesn't matter if it's something I haven't done before, but I just love being outside. Like, my favourite thing is going a bit of crabbing, a bit of fishing. I f- really love camping. Yep. I love just going on an adventure somewhere. Like, I don't care if we're going in, like, the car or taking the bikes with us, taking the boat with us, whatever. I just really love getting out and seeing something new. Yep. Like, you know, that, that good feeling of, like, you set up your camp, you got that good camp feed going on. You're sitting around the fire, planning out what you're going to do the next day. Like, Oh, it's unreal. You all know that you're going to catch fucking nothing, but nothing. you're sitting there like, fuck yeah, I'm pulling in that big fish tomorrow, or like, yeah, yeah. pots are going to be full. Mate, I just t- tell me, that. when you first get there, do you set up Camp Smick and then just do what you want, or are you a bloke who just rocks up and does whatever? I'm a set up camp guy. Yeah, you I, would be, yeah. bro. So am I. I've got that whole thing of like, right, oh, she's set up, then just... Yeah. I've become that. I've become that with the missus. But back in the day, mate, she was just roll the swag out where we lie after the but day's events. I, I, I've I, been there. I, yeah, I think we all have. I think we all have. But I definitely enjoy like when you go somewhere, knowing that you got everything set up, and no matter no matter what you do now, she's all good. 
Oh, oh, you yeah. got your bed there, ready to go for when you fucking crawl to it later. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? You got you got Tucker in the esky. You got the fucking fire set up over there. Everything's good to go. Oh, it's definitely. Fucking unreal. You got the set up Friday. You hit the sauce, <laughs> and then hung over Saturday. You yeah. will thank you yeah. <laughs> that everything's set up, and you put the water in the fridge. Even fucking blotto Friday night, you will thank you. <laughs> you don't have to roll your swag out when you're fucking pizzled. The fifteen minute <laughs> mission to climb up the ladder. Out of your rooftop tent. You end up sleeping with a face full of sand if you don't set yourself up. <laughs> but honestly, for a single bloke, it's hard to go past the Mitchell for, for oh, me. Like the Mitchell for, for a single yeah. bloke. Trail, Mitchell. Yeah, the King Mitchell, I don't know. You got you got the whole fucking you got the whole sandfly mesh down the whole front. You can peel her open, you know, you got a bit of breeze. What's your thoughts? Well, I like those type, types of swags, like the one i got on the back of my bike at the moment. Like That's the perfect one for going on the bike, I think. Yep. So that's not the one with the mesh over the top, but it does pack up small. So I think it's a fucking June biker swag. Yep, yep. But I turfed the mattress that come with it. It's shit. And I bought like the premium self-inflating one that rolls up to fuck all, but it's comfy. Yep. But I think the big thing with it is like take a cheap-ass tarp with you. Like rolled up in that at the moment. I've got a cheap ass tarp, and then you can just tie it off to anything and put your swag underneath it. That's a pretty fucking good idea. I have had some camping trips where I have woken up as wet as a spastic's chin, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it has just dumped its ass <laughs> yeah. throughout the night, and I have got a skinful. And I wake up at two in the morning like, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. And I'm, you know, Noah's launching his fucking ark in the campsite next to us. But like, fucking hell. Cheap little tarp. Perfect thing, right? June, where'd you get that from? Anaconda? Yeah, I think it was a hundred bucks from Anaconda. Yeah, nice. And like, it's, I'm a thick boy. Yeah, and like, big, it's, thick boy. It's a tight fit, but like, obviously, it's going on the back of a motorbike. Like, mate, it's got to be somewhat compact. But that's yeah, fucking yeah. unreal, though, eh? Like, like, fitting it, like you were like saying before. Moving on to the bike, you want to go a bit of camp and fitting things into small places. Yeah, it's you know? just a completely different. Like, I want to get into more camping off the motorbike. It's just a different thing. Like, I go camping in my cruiser. Like, fuck, I've got a TV in my cruiser. I've got a bloody travel buddy. I've got a fridge. I've got everything. Yeah. Like, I, I can camp quite nicely. Like, you can compress everything you want to take camping into two saddlebags. Like, yep. you're going back to basics. Like, you figure oh, out what it is that you actually... Should it give the listeners what your bike is, soft tail? What is it? Well, um... I say, the one outside at the moment, she's a 2019 Heritage soft tail. Yep. Shout out, Rocky da- uh, Rocky Harley-Davidson. Fuck, I love that bike. She's got the 114 in her. Yep. You know, a couple of saddlebags, put the windscreen on today for the rain, cruise control, comfy as Are fuck. they standard bars on that one? Nah, so I've got uh, four-inch bar rods on that. They're yep, belly yep. bars, and I've got a set of Vance Nines pipes on it. Yeah, nice. Not big on the ape hangers where you're, you know, trying to hold onto the fucking flying fox above your head. But, yeah. You know, a, I like the look Not an old black man either, a bit of chrome. I like a little bit of bling. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think everything is beautiful. Like, if you've got a motorbike, I don't give a fuck what brand it is. If you love it, I love it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. if you turbocharge your fucking ride on, I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm just, like, all about your cool shit. Like, I got my cool shit, you got your cool shit. Yeah, that's fine. I just love the back to the basics of camping off a motorbike. Like, I think that's so cool. Like, you sit there and you go, right, undies, shorts, shirt, beer, jet boil. We're fucking sick. They're good to go. Like, Yeah, that's awesome. You know, you're just back to basics camping. Like, I I think you can do it very minimalistic. Like, you know. 
What's uh, kilometres out of that? Like um, a full tonne of fuel, where does that get you? Um, off that one I can get a bit, depends on how hard I am on the hammer. Yeah. I can probably get 400 k's out of that yeah, tank. Yeah, right. Yeah, so like riding how I ride, yep. probably 300 k's out of that tank and then, you know, we're looking for a fuel station. But she got the 114 in her, which is no slouch, like – that's oh, a, yeah. Fairly decent motor for that. Yeah, that's a yeah. 1.8 litre motor in it. Yeah, like, yeah. It'll fucking get up and boogie. But I think a lot of people get, you know, very gun shy on going camping and shit because I'll see old mate with his game changing 79 series. Yeah. He's got all the shit in the world. And then old mate that's just got his fucking Rodeo and a swag is like, oh, I don't want to go camping. Fucking go, mate. Like, it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go get a I've, I've had every manner of fucking camping. I've had the 79 series. I've had the 75 series. I've had rooftop tent, 30 second tent. Tent, swag on the ground. I've had fucking. I've camped in a camper trailer. I've camped in a camper trailer with air conditioning. Yep. Tonight I'm going to sleep in a fucking swag on the ground, and I'm going to love it. Yep. With your with your um tarp. Yeah, fucking oath. Because <laughs> that has stuck with me. I was saying before, my memory isn't great with everything, but for good signs it is. And wet as a spastic's chin. Has got to be the fucking best saying I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Dead set, mate. That will stick to me like shit to a blanket till the day I die. Yeah. That is a fucking beauty. <laughs> and I thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're offended, you make fuck off. If you're offended, then so be it. You're in the, <laughs> you're in the wrong fucking spot. But, yeah, no, camping is great, man. I, I, I really think it's awesome getting out. And just enjoying what nature has to offer. And we, we live in a country where you can do that. And oh, a lot of places you can't. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm a bit of a hobbyist. Like, I, I love seeing, like, you know, you'll see a video of somebody doing something. You talk to one of your mates and they're doing it. And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm having a crack at that. Yeah. Like, I got a smoker for Christmas. Like, I, I, I love food. Yeah. I think food is like. Well, it keeps of, you going, doesn't it? Well, it's one of the things that as humans we've actually fucking nailed. We have yeah, like yeah. everything else humans have done, we've fucked up at some point. Like we've either mass murdered a heap of people or Yeah. Like know, we mass collapsed. murder animals, but they taste good. So Yeah, so at least cooking we can all agree that that's pretty good. Like no matter what human We're you definitely talk evolved to, in the cooking yeah, scene. Yeah. No matter what human you talk to, you're like, You like food? They're like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I got a smoker and I'm all about that now. Like I'm not very good, but I'm gonna try. Hundred percent. It's fucking good, I Oh mate, I've been smashing so much chicken. Yeah, yeah. Like with the smoker and the desserts and everything, like I'm going to die with gout, but I'm going <laughs> to die fucking happy. What type of smoker you got, mate? I've got a Hark upright gas smoker, like yep. lazy man's one. Just yep. it's not necessarily set and forget, but I don't have to stoke the fire. That's yeah, like, yeah. I, I just wanted to get into it yeah. and not get frustrated. I think I think it. it's a good starting one. Like I've got the same thing, and I'm looking to upgrade. But I, I think it's a really good starting one because you still get that. Bit of smoke flavour. You still have to tinker a tiny bit if there's a bit of wind and that sort of thing. But ultimately, it's pretty much set and forget. You know? Yeah. It's, you st- it's pretty good. You still feel like a man, but you don't feel yeah. like an idiot. You're either. not using liquid smoke like a fucking beta. <laughs> yeah. And you're fucking giving it a go. <laughs> liquid smoke has got to be. We talked about that last episode. Cam wasn't really aware that it was a thing. But, yeah, if you fucking really want to taste smoke, go and buy a fucking hark smoker. And yeah, get out from under your mum and give it a go. <laughs> In my eyes, liquid smoke is a marinade for beef jerky, and that's yeah. fucking it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> fucking oath. What's your go to, mate? What, what's your something you've nailed in your smoker? Oh, mate, basic bitch as it is, yep. is chicken wings. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. love chicken wings. Mate, chicken wings, fucking out. Chicken oh. wings, sausages, man. Oh, fucking, fuck yeah. And yeah. me and Tom were having a chat before about sausages. Like just plain butcher sausages, hocker in the smoker. Yeah. Good to go. Like I, I've been doing two batches, like I was saying. I'll throw one batch of butcher sausages in there and then the other, other batch, I'll blanch them for a little bit, peel the skin off, put a rub on them, put them in there. Yep. And I'll do them when I'm doing like smoking something else and it's just like a little reward. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, a that's little right. snack. Like you're halfway through, you're like better spritz this, and I'm like, mm, sausages, Ooh, a little taste, like a little bit of cabana flavor for like your thirty cents fucking beef sausage yeah. that you put in there. Like, mate, it'll turn like Mitchum. Shout out to Mitchum on a previous episode. He's right into his uh, smoking. Like, it'll turn a Coles fucking twenty four pack sausage into a premium sausage. Like that crunchy bit of skin, bit of flavor on the meat. You know, holds the moisture in there with all the fat and that. It's fucking good gear. And oh, it's, it's something simple, you know. Like, I'm all about really tacking out on something and nailing a brisket, but sometimes you don't have the time for that. You might have a, to- a couple of hours in the Arvo, chuck a beef sausage in, you know, spritz it up for the messes, get into it. What I love is you can't fuck it up. Yeah, you cannot what. fuck up a sausage in a smoker. <laughs> like, yeah. you sit there, like, I love watching yeah. that How to Barbecue, right? That big American fella, like, yeah. he chonky, and I'm like, he's not lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this guy, guy's got it sorted. This yeah. guy eats good. Like, I'm eating his tater salad. It's going to be fucking mint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, you can't fuck up a sausage, and I think yeah. people get so psyched out. I'm one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. you see, I might just nail a brisket, and you're like, but like, that's like fourth year apprenticeship right there. Like, yeah. you can't it is. Nail. I've fucked. I think I've. I for some reason I nailed me first one, and then I haven't had it since. Man, I'm not ashamed to say that I love me smoking, but I've never given one a go purely because I've never given myself a whole day to like hang around it, sniff around it, and really give it a crack. I want to soon, but yeah, like it. It takes a fair bit of fucking. You need almost like wake up. I don't know. This is probably wrong, but like wake up at three in the morning to get a good whatever twelve, fourteen hours they recommend for some certain size briskets. Yeah, but um, yeah. I I had something. I've only now one. The last one was probably my worst one. But honestly, if you if you're sitting at home, right, and you don't know, you don't really have much going on in your days off. You know, you get home. If you're in our same industry and you got seven off. And you find you're just sitting there watching Netflix, you don't know what to do, you're not into fishing, you're not into four-wheel driving, you're into fucking food. I don't care who you are. So go buy yourself a smoker, go to Bunnings, fork out a couple of hundred bucks, get yourself a hark or whatever you want to, start smoking some shit. Start giving a bit of, putting a bit of effort into something you like eating because it actually changes some shit. It gives you something to look forward to. Oh, fuck yeah, I agree. Like, like I said, chicken wings, they're like, Basic bitch in yeah. a smoker, but I just Prime. I can't get past them. I, I fucking love them. Like I will <laughs> fucking good. eat them till the cows come home. Yeah, like I put it That's in there. Right. I was like, these are fucking great. Yeah, don't know what and happens still- to the bodies, but the wings are good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fat enough. You're not going to notice if I gain a kilo or two. Fucking oath. One thing I wanted to ask you about was the um, smoked crab you had in one of your videos. Oh, that yeah. you quickly brushed past and chicken thighs was it? Yeah. So basically, what that was is I'd just done a full weekend of crabbing. And um, you have your good weekends and your bad weekends. This one was a good weekend, and I got, you know, enough crabs where I couldn't eat them all. And, like, from that I was like, fuck it, if ever I'm going to have a chance to smoke one, now's the time. Like, Mm. I'm smoking it because I can. Like, if you get one crab, you cook it up, have it for dinner, like, whatever, two crabs, same thing. But, like, I got quite a few. So I was like, fuck it. 
and I was doing a bit of meal prep for work. Like I just like having some good smargos and like chicken thighs are mine. So chicken thighs, you get the yard bird rub and the three little pigs cherry wood rub. Stop it, yeah. Both together, put them on there, cook the chicken thighs. And I had the sausages on there as well. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'm throwing the mud crab in too. Fucking never hard. Googled a temperature, never Googled fuck all. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to throw the cunt in. And see what are we talking, goes. full shell or cleaned? So I split the crab in half, like took yep, the carapace yep. off, cleaned the uh, nice. filters off it, washed as much of the fat out as I could. That was it. Very technical terms there. Yeah. Split it, took the guts out. <laughs> no, well, that's, the, that's the only way to cook the cunts. I reckon if you cook it in his guts, you can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I like a clean crab. Anyway, sorry to butt in, mate. <laughs> well, I didn't crack the claws and everything. Like in nah, previ- that's fine. No, yeah, in previous that's fine. cookups, I've done that. But this one, I was like, I need a baseline. Yep, yep. So I just put it in there, two pieces, and I left it in there for 45 minutes at about 280, 290 degrees Fahrenheit. In the cherry wood smoke, I didn't put any rub, nothing like that on there. And fuck me, it was the it was a star player in all of that. Right. Like the the shell went crispy, the smoke actually penetrated the smell uh, the shell. And what I thought was wild is like you know when you get a mud crab and it's not quite full? Yeah. So yeah. you got a full mud crab, the claws are like, you know, very plump and Good eating. C grade, B grade. Surely it didn't smoke, didn't come out when you cracked it. No, no, a bit of steam, but, like, you got that half full claw that if you had steamed it or boiled it, it would be a bit rubbery. Yep. That just disappeared. Like, it was a half full crab. You just had the smoke penetration. It was just fucking beautiful. Like, I think if I was going to revisit it, I might try and get a bit more technical, like, remove the legs off the body, remove the claw off the body and cook them at different times. Like, Mm. when I do them on the barbecue... Yeah, I'll do the body, the claw, and the legs at different times. Obviously, like different thickness in that. Yeah, aren't? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might do that next time. But fuck, it was just beautiful. Eh? Like, I, I could not stop myself. Like, are you a smoked seafood fan before that? Like, would you have smoked salmon? Are you into that? Like, uh, I love smoked salmon. Yeah, but yeah. I'd never smoked seafood for myself. Before, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that that's my biggest that's thing. I'm not a big fan of smoked seafood, but I think I really do want to try like a buck. Like, do try crab, and I've never seen it before. Like, you're, I've heard about it, like, looking up forms and that, but when I seen your video, I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Ask you about it and that, so. It was so different. So, like, my three favourite methods. Like, if you got a full crab, like, it's full to the brim, can't beat boiling it. Yeah. yeah I think that's, that's right. Yeah, best. yeah. Full as a bishop's ball back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How full? Full as a Santa's paid sock drop. <laughs> full as a state school hat rack. That was the, that was a PG version. For yeah, everyone. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my other two favourites are chili crab. Yep. Oh, oh, I can't beat it. Ginger, no matter what version you got, I think ginger is a secret ingredient there. Ginger the coconut, is a fucking star. Yeah, yeah. Coconut cream. Fucking. My other way that I've done it, and some people like it, some people don't. I froth on it, so melt down a heart hurting amount of butter. Mm. Like one where you're like, I shouldn't eat this. The artery is going to be clogged. Yeah, when you're like, this is fucked, that's enough. Yeah. Melt that down, put some garlic and ginger in it, cut some shallots, mix that in with it, then crack your claws and everything and just dip your crab down in that and get it all full of the gunner and put it straight on the barbecue grill plate as hot as an Indian's arsehole. Yeah, yeah. 
Legs about five minutes, body about ten minutes, claws about seven minutes. Stop yep. it. See, that's that's what I need to get into because I've never been a massive fan of crab, or a fan at all. But, like, I never used to be a fan of prawns either until I found garlic prawn toppers and shit. So I found oh. – I, I reckon if I get into – Crab in that way, like Cam's talked to me before about starting to cook it in some stuff and eating it that way and starting to introduce to it. You know, I, I think I, I would find it like that. Oh, yeah. some baby steps. So, like, I did chili crab the first time. Like, there's a bloody um, Asian dish called kuram. Yep. I think it's a Korean style, which is essentially what we do is chili crab. That over rice fucking got me, and now I do exactly as you said, the coconut milk. Ginger, chili. Oh. oh, it's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, that's good, eh? Yeah, fucking eh. All right, then be top, like, um, if you're back home cooking them, like, um, chili crab or this Viet- Vietnamese one was more like ginger and lemongrass and stuff like that in the curry. It was fucking unreal. Oh, that sounds But cool. yeah, like, if you're out, yeah, out camping and stuff like that, I don't mind it. Just straight off the fucking. Out of the boil. It's funny, like, I don't eat crab at all, but my missus does and that, and I just love crabbing. I love being out in the boat, setting pots, thinking, yeah, there might be a crab there, going and doing it. I love everything, literally cooking it. I even enjoy cooking it up until eating it. I just don't like it. And people are like, you're off your head. And I'm like, man, I just like the whole experience. Like, just, yeah. And the missus loves that idea too because she loves crab. (laughs) How good is that feeling of coming home, feeling like you are the hunter-gatherer? I am the man. Like yeah. you are that's right. the big daddy caveman that's just gone out and hunted for dinner yeah. and brought it back and you're like, look at what I have brought There's you. There's something about staying, nice. sustainability that just fucking gets us boys going, I Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's that primal feeling, eh? Yeah, yeah like it is. It's just fucking like, primal. That's exactly like, yeah, what it is. I fucking hate the taste of it, but here, you eat it, darling. <laughs> and you I'll pump, fucking, yeah, you pump I'll it. buy something else. Tomorrow we're having water buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, fucking beat it to death with a rock. You don't uh, want to see it. But it'll be good. But there is something about that primal feeling, for sure. Mm. Mate. You've got a shed that most blokes would be jealous of. Do you spend a bit of time in there or what? Because we've seen a couple of videos on your TikTok showing it off. Like I said, I get itchy feet. I rarely stay inside the house. Um, I find myself being in there every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I just when I built that, I was like, fuck it. I'm building the shed that I want. I don't care what anybody else reckons, I'm going to build the one that I want. And I wanted to actually go bigger, but the council had other ideas. <laughs> so I built the biggest one that I could put on that property, and I have absolutely no regrets. Yep. That's the one chance you get, like, um, the house, you got to get like, your Mrs. Input type stuff, a shed. That's your only chance to go, I want a loft, I want fucking a mezzanine, this, floor. mezzanine floor, like, you know what I mean? Fucking oath, that was me. And, like, you get excited because, like, <laughs> you can plan that out. <laughs> not giving a flying fuck about anybody else's opinion. You're like, I want this there, and nobody's going to second guess this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And, like, it, it, like, I got the shed put up by Refined Space Construction, and then I've asked for their advice on building the mezzanine, and I got them to order the stuff for the mezzanine after I told them what I wanted. But just putting it up and, like, making it my own has been a really, really – you know, rewarding feeling for me, like just good sense of achievement. Like, you know, I wanted this, I made that. Sit back, have a beer, I'm like, fuck yeah. 
Prone. And that's like what you were saying before is in like actually putting something out there for people to look at on your TikTok and stuff like that. Like people can look at back of that and go, oh, I can do that. Look oh. at that. He's just fucking built that. It's fucking prime. He's got a mezzanine ball. Oh, fuck yeah. And the other side of it as well, like you got some fucking intelligent people on that app. You got yeah. some people that are truly great at what they do. Yeah. And then like you'll see them give you a bit of feedback like, oh, you could also do this, or if you want to make that easier, do this. And you sit there and you go, oh, fuck yeah, thank you. Like, yeah, yeah. No, you that's know, a problem. It like, would be good having that audience to yeah, bounce like, back at you. Like, that was an absolute motherfucker. That was pulling teeth when I tried that. Your yeah, way yeah. is way better. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's it's good. And, like, now I sit back, like, kind of is full. Like, my next venture is probably rebuilding my big boat, but. Mate, like one of the best things is about working at home is you can always murder a few beers while you're going. Oh, fuck and yeah. like, start time what, and knock off time is all on you. What do you think you normally? How many beers you reckon you normally murder in a day's off? Talking oh, cartons, it's six been packs. Hot. It's been very hot. Yeah, <laughs> it fucking has been very fucking hot, hasn't it? Yeah. There has been some box days. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, and it is what it is, isn't it? But you know, I reckon I would not be shy of a, a three carton days off. Maybe we can even escalate that a bit more or a bit less. But yeah, usually right. a three carton days off. When you got a bit of sh- yeah, if I've got a bit on, she might be a five or a six. But <laughs> yeah. I know that feels inhumanely possible, but daddy thick. <laughs> <laughs> thick daddy studios daddy in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, nice. Are you a tin man all through and through, or you don't mind a stubby? I like a stubby as much as the next bloke. I reckon yeah. when I'm camping, though, tins only. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that. Don't worry, I've been a beta in that situation a few times, been called out on this podcast, but yeah. Um, that is a, I, I'd rather a stubby when we're back home here mucking around. Yeah. I don't know. I, I found in me in my elder age, I found I get more value out of tin. So, and honestly, since I found out about the Bogan schooner, fuck glasses off. You can't punch a hole in them with your teeth. So, no, fuck no. But I did buy the keg fridge and that was fucking dangerous. My liver. How good <laughs> is that? The keg oh, fridge, but the, the problem is you don't know how much you drunk. Until like it, it doesn't pour it, out anymore. It doesn't sound, out the mouth. Well, mine's the opposite. It doesn't sound like a very real world issue. But like you have Fucking a few beers during the day doing the mowing, doing the, you know, whatever during the day. And then you're like, fuck, I forgot to buy the dog food. Like, can I actually drive or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, 100%. You're like, am I piss fit or am I sober? I'm not sure. But like, like you've said on a video I've seen before is like after a full day's mowing the lawn in summer heat. Nothing would beat that than an an actual schooner of oh, cold piss. I do it this way. So I do my brush cutting first. If you do your brush cutting second, you're a fucking psychopath. We had this. Thank you. <laughs> well, you just covered that. <laughs> Did you hear that one or you, you wanted better? No. Oh, I didn't hear it, but no, that no, is my yeah, personal yeah, opinion. Yeah. But right, 100%. What I'll do is I'll pour a schooner. I'll go brush cut for a bit. Then I'll walk in out of the sun because... You know, we're on the surface of fucking Mars and Rocky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I we got some dry heat there. And that first schooner won't even touch the side. She's banging the tank. Yep. Fill full the next, 180. Yep, full the next one up, and then I'll mow the lawn, and pretty much every time i got to empty the catcher, she's walk in and either have a sip or a gulp or a skull, depending <laughs> on, you know, how open the thermostat is. <laughs> and then, oh, it's just there's nothing better 
and sweating your fucking ring out and going in and there is a chilled, ice-cold schooner waiting for you. I'm going to have to look into it. Oh. That's fucking nice. That yeah, is good, mate. Can't beat it, mate. Fucking nice. You'd be surprised how, mate, how quickly you smash 50 litres of beer <laughs> and you feel a bit shit to yourself, but just don't tell anyone and buy another one. Was this so, a northern keg or what are we talking? Uh, so I try to run a few different kegs. Yeah. Um, yep. I've run a couple of northern kegs. At Christmas every year, I try to do a different beer. Yeah. So the last one I've actually had in the keg was Cooper's Pale Ale. Not bad on the tap. I fucking have not been a fan of it in the can. They had to like, um, isn't the yeast sitting in the bottom of them and you always got to shake them up? Like I've oh. had a couple of six packs and you can just see it like thick, like five mil off the bottom of the fucking schooner. I mean, the stubby. I didn't notice that, but I haven't drunk them out of the stubbies though. Those red ones sort you the fuck out. Oh, fuck yeah. I had a few moments where like you, you feel like you're ready to kick on and then you stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Need one of those mobility scooters with the orange flag. Oh, fuck it. Gout's going to find your ankles real quick with those shit. Oh, yeah, you know, it's only midday and you're sitting there going, it's not about my disability, it's about my ability. (laughs) And you're trying to go fucking crack on with whatever activity you've set for yourself that day. You know, it looks like you've fucking done the edges in your lawn with a fucking excavator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're all mate. there with the pale ale, but you're a better man than me. I'm a lager <laughs> man through and through. <laughs> me too. Uh, good stuff. Mate, we hit everyone at the end of our episodes, and we've been going for nearly two hours here, and I've fucking loved every minute of it. We could talk for six hours. <laughs> but um, we got a few guest questions that we hit everyone with at the end of every episode. Go for so it. So we'll fucking hit you with a few. What is your favourite alcoholic drink? Oh, this one is a treat myself. So it's when I get the small batch rum and I mix it with creamy soda. Yeah, right. That is just what fun. type of creamy soda, but red. So I can go. Either, I can go like, either way. No, but like the Kirk's, like oh, is that usually, one that's like yellow-ish? So Bundy in the bottle. Mm. Bundy, Bundy in the bottle, and then Kirk's. A Kirk's second. Soda. All right. Yeah, but, um, Bundy yeah. in the bottle. Oh, sorry, Bundaberg creamy soda in the bottle. Okay. That is just fucking delicious. Like all it's right. a darker one, but that is my treat myself drink. I can't drink it all day. Yeah, yeah. But as far as I know. them, they're calling you daddy after seven. Yeah, fuck yeah. When the big, <laughs> when we need to knock the big man down and he's on the couch, you know, yeah, usually yeah. him and Nick is on the fucking sofa. <laughs> We're getting, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, go-to. Thick studios. Let's when go. he's crawling through tins, give him a fucking bunny. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. Mate, have you ever been arrested? Oh, I think Dad's blood pressure's high enough without going into that one. Fair enough, mate. We will not push that issue. What's your, uh, next one. What's your favourite meal to cook, mate? Like oh. if you if you just had anything, or not even meal to cook, meal in general, you can just go and get at an instant. Like, what's your favourite thing to go to? Oh shit, that's a bit of a hard one to think about. I'm big on my pasta dishes. Like if yeah, I'm going to yeah. go out, if I go, I can go to a pub in Australia and order a crumb steak and be fucking stoked with it. Yeah, like that that's my like every day go out and eat it. But at home, I'm fucking big on the pasta dishes. Like yep. a bit of gnocchi as well. Like nice. big gnocchi fan. Yeah, yeah, gnocchi or risotto or anything like that. But if I'm at home, like. I love a good old-fashioned tomato pasta dish. Nice. Bit of basil. Bit of basil, bit of um, Italian parsley. Like, I'm not even picky at what style, but, like, if you've got tomato, pasta, Italian parsley and basil in it and some garlic, I'll probably fucking like it. Daddy's sorted. 
And like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> a bit of sun-dried tomato in that as well. And fuck, we really got something. It's like need to go to Italy, mate, for a bit of a holiday. Mm, it's a fucking a good. It's a fucking a good. If you had to go sit with someone at dinner out of everyone in the world, who the fuck would you sit with? <sighs> How many people has he got to choose from? Oh, three, maybe. Oh, fuck. If, if someone like, yeah, your has whole life, you gone. As Mate, a, I'd love to sit down at dinner or go to a nightclub or fucking something with. Let's go as a celebrity personality. Yeah, yeah. I reckon a young Adam Sandler yeah, yeah. or Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, I just nice, really yeah. feel like I could take the piss out of the cunt yeah. and he'd give it right back. Yeah, yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler just telling he's got an egghead and just letting him go. Oh, fuck No, yeah. I appreciate that, that you're saying, like, you can give them some shit and you know you're going to get it back and that's what it's all about. That's what I'd want out of, like, oh, if I could pick yeah. anyone. I just more... reckon they'd be a good cunt to have a beer with. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. That's awesome. Mate, have you got any phobias? Anything that just fucking irks you? Yeah, irk, yes. So I don't necessarily have a fear of anything, but if you pick your nose and eat it, I'll fucking Ralph cunt. <laughs> like... I remember, so my fucking bride. You're in the wrong place, mate. She was like. <laughs> I'm an old fucking digger from way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to drop me off the Emerald Gem Fields one day. <laughs> oh, mate. I was in Woolworths one day, and there was this little kid, and he had shit dribbling out of every fucking orifice he had, right? Yeah. And I could see the two, like, seized up fucking snot. Like runs down his nose, or it had just been flowing out of there and dried up. Yep. And then, like, obviously the poor little cunt couldn't breathe, so his mother sucked. No oh. shit. Yep. Walked over to him, put her lips over his nose, yeah, yeah, and yeah. sucked it out. Just straight in the middle of Woolworths, and I was fucked. Uh. I was just in the aisle, just going. <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's and I've got like you know the bride tapping me on the shoulder like fucking stop it. I'm like nah, fuck this cat. That's an alpha chicken. My fucking view. I I, I, I've heard about it too many times. That's fucking. That's unreal. I still remember we were out like. Used to play um, a fair few fo- like footy comps and that. Like you, you make the fucking Port Coast team, you make the CQ team. You go, you go away for the Queensland trials. I can't remember. I wasn't exa- that good at footy. I, I can't remember exactly what what trial it was or whatever. But we were out in the middle of bum fuck nowhere, and uh, it was just one of the normal games or whatever. And shout out to H, he'd remember this like a T. We fucking went in and we had a shower and shit like that after the game, right? And uh, we're out in the middle of nowhere, right? And we're sitting there, and anyway, this little little dark bloke come come walking out of the thing. He had two big green snots coming down his mouth, and he had this big blue mouth guard in his mouth, just smiling at us, going. Eah. And I was like, "Fuck it, what's the go there?" And H goes, "Is that me fucking mouth guard?" <laughs> it was H's mouth guard, mate. Bullshit. And he goes, oh, "I'll be fucked." He goes, "You can keep it, bros," and fucking play the rest of the tournament without a mouth guard. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Oh, I remember like I remember learning true inner strength like my little niece, I love her to death. But obviously when kids get sick, they get runny noses. Yeah, and yeah. like she came over to me and she was like trying to show me love and affection, so she's kissed me on the cheek like a bloody gorgeous angel that cheers. But then all of a sudden there was a flying fox from my cheek to her fucking nose. Yeah. And that was when I really learnt inner chi. 
Because inside, I was fucking screaming. Like, there was alarm bells going off everywhere. It's like, you're going to throw up in your lap, cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, she's like, love you, Uncle's Aiden. And I'm like, mm, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> and like, as soon as she's turned her head, I'm like. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny, mate. That's awesome. Fucking hell. Mate, you got any, uh, What? what's your opinion? Are aliens real? Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah. 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 You've seen fucking Joe Borden? Mate, we're, yeah. <laughs> nah, we're, oh, I'm in the same opinion too. If someone re- else doesn't think so, but I just think there's that much space out there that it's surely. I reckon there's a few aliens, so like, you know, there's people that don't fucking age. Like, you cannot tell me that Jennifer Aniston is not an alien. Like, oh, I can't even tell her how fucking old she is. That's a great alien. bloody gorgeous. Yeah, she's looking better every day. 50, what is she? 50. Yeah, oh. she's either come back in time or she's not from this fucking planet, mate. Yeah. Ah, full on. That's the guy. Good stuff. Mate, to, to finish off, have you got a joke that you you keep up your back pocket for us or what? Yeah, what do they reckon about the bloke that froze his beer, burnt his pizza and knocked his missus out? What? Couldn't pull fucking anything out on time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's unreal. That's I, I haven't got one for today. That is fucking awesome. Neither have I, mate. To finish off, Zayden, is there any sort of sponsors or fucking anything like anything that? Anyone want to shout, shout out, out business ventures? Anything you got going on, fucking? Oh, hopefully I'll have some more hats coming my way. Um, I'll put them up on my merch store on my TikTok account and Instagram. And yep. You can check it all out, but um, I guess the shout out for me is like, thanks for everybody that supports me. Like, I never would have thought that. I'd have anybody that would be interested in what I want to do every fucking day. Like, if you enjoy what I do or you enjoy anything that I put out there, I really thank it. Thank you. Like, that's what gives me motivation to put more shit up there. And I promise you every positive comment I get, that hits home. Yeah. Like, I'll try and respond to you as best I can. Like, I, I've said before, like, I get a lot of messages on my Instagram and stuff. Like, it's not that I'm ignoring you. I'll try and get to you if I can, like – I do care about everybody there. There's just a lot of years. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate everybody that's got me to this point so far. 100%. That's awesome. And just quickly to finish off, watch your TikTok, watch your Instagram. How do people find you? If you want to find me, I'm on TikTok as Zayden Bryant. If you want to find me on Instagram, I'm WD40 and Zip Ties. <laughs> good stuff. All right, guys. Appreciate you coming on, mate. Yeah, fucking oh, this fucking unreal, a, mate. Yeah. I'm good for a yak. Yeah, you fucking I fucking up. loved every minute I of it. I think this is definitely our longest episode yet, so enjoy <laughs> it. And um, remember to stay out of each other. Bit of breaking gate scenario. <laughs> Cure them what you want. Knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first, the boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.